What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome. What happened? Am I not showing up? Oh, there I am. What are you talking about? <laughs> and welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Woo! We are in here early in the morning. Gotta get my coffee up and wait a minute, baby. Wait up in the morning. We ready to go, man. We ready to go. Salute to everybody here. Shout out to the coach gang. I appreciate y'all for being here, man. We got a great, 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 great. Okay, great, great show going on right now. Hold on for a second. Let me see something right here. I'm I'm a little bit. Y'all got it? All right. Chocolate at skin. All right, chocolate at skin is showing up. Hold on for a second. Let me move this down. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing here? Chocolate skin showing up. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> Early in the morning. It is Tuesday. Oh, my God. You know what time it is on Tuesday? Get you one lined up. We got to go ahead and show our favorite gordita for Tuesday. Let's go. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not gonna lie. No, not your your body count. What do you mean? How many? Oh no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh no, I can't count that. <laughs> no, I cannot. Let's just say it's more than the ten fingers, okay? Oh, it's more than the ten fingers. Lord have mercy. Be easy on me. Be easy on me. More than the 10 fat, chunky-ass fingers. You know, them big, chunky. <laughs> More than them big, chunky-ass fingers. Shout out to her. She got that wagon she dragging out here, man. Somebody clapped it up. All 10 fingers. 260. 260. More like 300. She says, I'm not going to lie. More like 300. Yes, you already know. Anyway, now that we've offended other people. Let me go ahead and put the disclaimer up. Viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content. You were warned. I guess you're warned officially now. And of course, this show does not promote hate or harm of any person based on their gender, their relationship status, their race or class or size or size. Hold up for a second. Or size. Okay. Yeah. Or size. We promote the goal of the show to promote healthy choices specifically for men and lifestyle in finances and in emotional health and relationships. Yes. All the humanity. Yes, indeed. All the humanity. Anyway, we got a great show today. You guys uh, see this, see the uh, subject matters down below. Just so you want to know, uh, we're going to follow up on the death and the, the, the taking of the life of his own self deletion of JDF better known as the green and the white and the red Ranger uh, confirmed. It is confirmed that CGA was right. Once again, CGA called it. CGA called it. Coach Adamus is in the building. You're in here with the notorious one in the Desert Storm bunker with the Bruce Wayne it is ish. Yours truly, Coach Alini, the king of content, the speaker of truth. Coach Adamus, the prognosticator, the man who can see patterns of human behavior and see what you despicable human beings are doing every day to each other. All right. Anyway, 
man, marriage is very, very difficult uh, because the end effects are very, very costly for you men. But you don't find out until the end. It's kind of like it's kind of like religion. You don't get the true benefits of it until you're dead. Yes. Yes. So you got to believe, of course, what happens when you get to the end and it doesn't work out. Right. Doesn't work out the way that you hoped. That it worked out. Shout out to the Hope Strategies. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App, that would be the green sign. Venmo is Venmo. Uh, what is Venmo? Coach Greg Adams TV. And also PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And it should be linked to the top of the chat, which it is not. So give me a second. All right, let's see here. I forgot. Now I got to type it over here on this keyboard. All right, what kind of show is this? All right, where's my assistant? Anyway, personal assistant want to come in? Relatives want to come live with me? Yo ass going to get put to work. We had a great show yesterday, uh, last night, where I just kicked it. I didn't have no junior college appointment, so we just kicked it. Uh, tonight, though, yes, junior college will be Liddy. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. And we're going to start with, um, who are we starting with? Shout out to Domain Stickum. He says, you can give a woman, the world, and she will leave you for a pebble on the moon. Focus on your building yourself, gentlemen. Yes, 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 yes. As you guys know, look, 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 look. We're not here to talk negative about women. I don't want you to hate women. I don't want you to hate marriage and relationships. As a matter of fact, you have never heard me say, this is why I want you to think about this in the four years. Maybe, maybe not. You've never heard me say, these people should get a divorce, all right? Like me, meaning I hope married people get a divorce. You've never really said, heard me say that, all right? I think married people should stay married and they should be married to the end, all right? And that's the only successful marriages. And so I don't come in here to hate on marriage. I don't come on here to hate people who date or mate. I don't, I don't come on here to hate for any of that. I want, I want people to understand the dynamics of the relationship, the dynamics of the relationships. So that's what we want to understand, all right? So- the dynamics of the, of the relationships and modern relationships and marriage are disastrous. That's all it is. Now, I want you to know what's coming before you get there. At least you can heed my words. Many people have gone the way of finding their path in relationships, and then they come right back in two years or less. <laughs> he says, but the research says, the research says there uh, we live in a worse, the worst dating marketplace ever. We have the most single women and single men ever. We have the most divorces ever. We have the least marriages ever. We have the least procreation ever of all times. We, we're allowing Latinos to come in from everywhere. And Latinos are the future of America. Yes, they are. New, 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 new world order. And then you guys do all kind of dumb things to get the relationship back on tracks. It, it's crazy, man. So I'm telling you what's coming and uh, what you should know. What you should know is coming down the pike. All right, let's get back. ACDC, happy Gordita. Tuesday, coach, he says, coach, please tell Rosalinda, I said, te amo, yo puedo, clapo, el chicos, por favor, mi gordita, shout out to you, <laughs> my morning voice is there, he says, te amo, yo puedo, clapo, el chicos, but yeah, yes, check, yeah, por favor, Mrs. Un poquito gordita, or shout out to them, they literally be like 5'2", 260, all right, I don't know how they pull that off. <laughs> like, whoa. Like, 5'2", and as tall as you are wide. Like, shout out to them, though, boy. They be keeping a warm bed, and them street tacos be on point. I mean, I'm letting y'all know. 
If y'all going to do anything in America, get you a gordita. <laughs> get you a gordita. Now, what happens after that? You know what I mean? The post-nut clarity going to hit hard. The post-nut clarity going to get hard. You got to look at why does they are. It's going to be <laughs> like no matter how you turn them, they lay up. They, they land on their side. They're the same height. You turn them standing up, same height. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Oh man, we love people, man. Listen, these are just jokes, but you know I'm wrong. I'm sorry. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. All right. Anyway, but they good people, man. They be good people, man. They will stab you up if you look for another woman, though. See, you got to keep your gordita forever, man. And you got to get a strong like you got to replace your mattresses every about eight months to a year. You got to replace your mat. Don't flip your issue over. Don't flip it over. You got to replace your mattress every year. Every year. And uh, they start off sleeping on this side of the bed, but by the time eight months later, they're in the middle of the bed. All right. And it's a big divot in a dent. So get you. <laughs> All right. Don't flip that mattress. All right. And she crawl up in that bed. You ever be with a gordita and she claw up in that bed all ever slow, slow, so she don't collapse the mat, the uh the springs. She don't collapse the uh bed frame. She crawl up in that bed, one knee on, slow as hell. She get up there, pause. She get that paw out like this, crawl up on that bed. She put that other knee up there. You know, flatbacks jump right in the bed. Kaylee jump right in the bed. She'd be like, wee. Kaylee jump her ass right in the bed. All right. She'd be like, take me. She'd jump in the bed, like float down like a like a little cloud on top of the on top of the box spring. She float down. She'd be like, hello, fold me up. You'd be like, you'd be doing the paragami with Kaylee, like <laughs> all right. They go one knee on paw. One knee on paw. They booty be like, cloop. They look like a truck just waddling down the Waddling down the highway. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Let me stop. All right, anyway, man. <laughs> All right, wait a minute. What are we doing, man? Like, I'm still doing super chats. All right, stop. All right, stop. All right, shout out to Flashes. Just doing my daily check in. Coach Gang in the building, man. Uh, Daniel McGee says, what's up, coach? Five days off from my job at home, ready to sniggle in my garage, cleaning my vet. Shout out to you, man. We got the sniggles out here. We're going to be sniggling. Some people should be off work. Maybe at the end of today, you might be off work for a couple of three days. I hope so. All right. I lo I hope so. Mr. Hey, Dr. Thunder, you're, you're returning money back to me, but shout out to you, Dr. Thunder. I was watching him this morning as I was getting prepped for the show and walking the dog and feeding the dog and making breakfast. He says, thanks for the support earlier. Keep fighting the good fight. Eat some Turkey in the building or we'll eat some chicken or roosters. I don't know. Shout out to you. Uh, King Braddy Bradicus. King Bradica says, new, 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 new world order. All right, shout out to Maris Causes Divorce, says Jason Frank faced with losing with his Texas house. So there's a word in there, but he faced losing his Texas house. Interesting. More details are going to come up. I think this is going to be a Dateline case. I think this is going to be a case for Dateline, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of suspicious activity here. And so he, we'll get to that story here. But yes, he probably was like, yo. I, I I got all this Comic-Con money. 
And I'm not trying to part ways with it. We're going to get into this story because, again, CGA proved right, and the hope strategist loses again. All right, he says, given the chaos of divorce, are you pro-marriage? Again, I'm pro-marriage without the state, right? I, I'm only pro-marriage when it comes to children. That's it. Now, if you're getting married for love and stupid shit like that, that ain't going to last. Or you're horny or you are, have one-itis or you think you're doing the right thing and you're making her an honest woman and you're marrying a 304 into a housewife. No, I don't believe in it. No, <laughs> right. Only for children. But I think, I think, I think you guys should be punished severely. If you get divorced and your children are under school age, you should be, you should be penalized significantly. There should be a flag thrown on the play. If you get divorced and your kids are below school age, you should get punished. Now, I don't know what the punishment is. You should be get. I don't know, man. You know me. I'm on my Thanos. I'll be on my Thanos. I think you could not live with your own failure. <laughs> Where did that bring you? Back to me. I think I don't know. Tubes tied. Ultimate vasectomy. You're a failure. You're a failure. You're an absolute selfish, knuckle-dragging failure. I don't care what the circumstances are. Those circumstances turned up all of a sudden when the kids got pushed out of your body. All of a sudden, he was an abuser. He was cheating. He was vindictive. He was controlling. And it's, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you can't stand him. And you got 80% of the women got to run and file for divorce. Nah, I ain't going for that shit no more. I'm not going for that shit. I'm not giving you guys no excuses. No-fault divorce. And I just posted this on uh, a short yesterday. No fault divorce gives women too much of an incentive to uh, destroy your family. They are destroyers by character. Men are builders. Women are destroyers. I mean, that's just what it is. I know people are upset with that. You can be upset with that if you want. But look at the statistics. They destroy families. Well, he cheated on me. That, you're going to get a divorce for that shit? <laughs> I mean, come on. You're going to blow your family up because you're so selfish? Share, share the salami. Share the salami. You lucky you got married to him in the first place. Like, who was marrying you before that? Who was giving you kids before that? <laughs> right? You got lucky you got married. Just stay right there and shut up. You know, stop destroying shit. Like Scarlet Witch. <laughs> they be coming Scarlet Witch on your ass. They be like, all right. A good woman builds, like Nikki just says. Nikia. A, good, a wise woman builds homes. They don't destroy. And I again, I'm going to say this. There should be severe punishment for women who for for marriages. Both people should be punished. But if the woman files for divorces in which they do, if she files and those kids aren't school age, she should be punished. And and the, they both should be punished. I'm just and we're tired of these damn hoodlums running around here as a result of you single mothers and you uh, co-parenting as divorced as family members. This is terrible. <laughs> All right, so he busted a nut on another girl. What? What's the problem? He came back and he gave you the money. Wait, he gave he put the money. I got money. <laughs> Women are like, no, this is unfair. Women always like, well, what if we cheat? Well, again, you can't serve two masters. This is what it is. You don't never compare. Never say what men do and what you would do. Well, well, what if we did that? It's not the same. We're two different individuals. We're, I don't know if you notice, we're two different people. We're two different species. We might as well be, there might be a theory that women are aliens that have come down from other planets and they've intermixed in society. I don't know. Anyway, 
But women can't serve two masters. Women can't have emotional ties to two people at the same time. This is why they can't keep friends. Have you ever noticed this? We're already off the rails. Peach is in there here, upset. Her boyfriend, Pookie, is going crazy. But look, in the Bible, it even says women cannot serve two masters emotionally. But men can serve up salami to two and three and 50 different women. And he can come back and kiss his wife like, hi, honey, pet her hair. Thank you, baby. Oh, I love you. Meanwhile, that he didn't bust it down somebody's gullet. He relieved himself. It's just kind of like he needed a relief. But when women cheat, you know, most of the time they'd be like, I love that guy. Once she, once she gets digmatized, that's it. She can't come back to her husband. I love you faithfully, honey. It is what it is. You know, people can be mad at that, but that's the truth, right? Anyway. <laughs> All right, she get she gets some put she gets some good salami put on her. It's over. You, she can't go back to her husband. She already been she already been defiled and ran through. She come back legs shaking and quivering like this. She can't come back to her husband. Let me make you a good meal. She can't come back to that. She'll never make him a good meal. She'll be poisoning his meal. Somebody put some salami on her. <laughs> right? So, all right. Somebody get some put put some good peace leave on us. We like good. Stay over there. All right. I'll keep you a secret. But it's okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get back to these super chats now that I've messed up. Shout out to El Chino says Gordita for life. Indeed, Teddy KGB, my Gordita got stress marks on her gun, but that gawk go crazy. Yes, it does. That's a secret to the world here. Baraka says, Coach Gang, the Bible can be so RP'd. I read 1 Corinthians 7, 25 through 40, and there is advice from the coach. In the Bible, we talk about here, we walk in the spirit of Elijah over here. We are what people, you know, look, most, most people who are pro-marriage today, especially progressives, they're anti-Bible. They're anti-God. But you don't, listen, I don't know. I don't want to trample over everybody's progressive religion. But the lukewarm Christians are anti-Bible. They're pro-Satan. They walk in the synagogue of Satan. They walk, they walk in the spirit of the devil. All right, everything they do, they switch up the Bible. Well, actually, it's an interpretation. No, 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 no. Hellfire brimstone only. Hellfire brimstone only. That's the only way I want to serve up my Bible. Anyway, <laughs> they be making exceptions to the rule. Well, if God existed today and if Jesus came down today, he would be pro. No, he wouldn't. He'd be in here chopping off heads. He'd be like, go get him. He'd be Ric Flair chopping them. He be in here, Ric Flair chopping people right now. And, and, and the progressives, they will, they would hang them on the cross again. Undoubtedly, they, they would hang them on the cross again. They'd be like, this guy is too much. He's full of hate and he's bitter and hurt. And he's on some sort of, uh, <laughs> he believes he's the Lord's son. Yep. Y'all hang him again. Cause y'all trying to, y'all trying to do something. Y'all trying to change up the scriptures. All right, the scriptures are the scriptures. They are not to be changed. All right, you live by the scriptures, you die by the scriptures. All right, I don't want to hear the bull. All right, anyway, let's. what are we doing here? Y'all be trying to change it up. All right, listen, you can't change it up midstream. All right, where we got here? Elijah Bryant uh, says CGA went overtime last night. Pause. I did. I did win overtime. It was bad. All right, I was, I was like, damn, two, three-hour streams, I'm a mess. 
I'm a mess. <laughs> yep, they cancel old cheats. They'd be like, this guy cheesed. He's too much canceled. Take his Twitter away. Take his Twitter away. Shadow ban him. <laughs> All right, shout out to Elijah Bryant. And Warhammer says, love them Rositas. Loyalty, no match, but they will stab you. See, that's the thing, man. There's that's that's why we might need to go over races of women again, because I'm not trying to pedestalize certain races of women. I don't put one race down. Right. I talk. I talk about all of them. Everybody, despite the fact that you only are listening to me and then you only hear me when I talk about black women. I've got everybody. I've gotten everybody. All right. Even the women in India, she'd be like, me love you long time. Me, me, me want to love you. What do you think about the? Uh, <laughs> Somebody requested a refund. All right, what happened? Somebody requested a refund. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll send it back, I suppose. All right, but uh, what do you think about uh, arranged marriages? I don't like arranged marriages anymore. anymore. But uh, the thing about it, we got to do the races of women just so you can see. We'll go over it again. We'll go over it again. Yeah, man, because I've experienced probably... I wouldn't say all nations, but I've experienced the 31 flavors for sure. Southern California, you get all the flavors. All right. And I don't care if y'all brothers in Philadelphia are mad. You got to get you a sister. I've had sisters and I can resist her. Mm. All right. Shout out to T right in the building. We're going to give you a co-sponsorship. And he didn't say anything. Shout out to Rational Rationality says even Jesus gets called get him daddy in his house. Get him daddy. Indeed. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. Shout out to James says cheers, coach. Greg Adams in the building. Todd C says forgot about Memo getting beat by his girl on the plane. Gosh, what happened to Memo? That big mastodon he had. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, she was a Gordita, too. But see, yeah, that was a messed up Gordita. That was a New York City, um, Bronx, South Bronx Gordita. Yeah. Pindar says, watch died suddenly on Rumble. R.I.P. to the normies. However, you might think so. But apparently I went on Twitter. I saw died suddenly was uh, trending. I haven't seen the documentary at all. And um, they're already throwing up defense. Right. So it's not like. We're never going to get to the point where we see the other side. I don't care if it's black and white. I don't care if it's liberal versus conservative. I don't care if it's uh, red pill versus blue pill. We'll never see it. You can present the facts and data, and the other side is completely going to just wash it away. All right? They're never going to accept it. So we're in the spirit of division. We are our own worst enemy. We are our own boogeyman. We no longer need someone else overseas, the blue turban man, the 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 big man in china we're we're we fight ourselves all right and this is all based on cultural cultural marxism where we are the enemy we are the, the uh divide and conquer okay so this is the problem with today's world but this is why you have polarizing figures rise up all right so if you're a person in the middle well i'm a middle i'm a what do they call it i'm a liberal conservative or i'm a moderate conservative le leaning right but you're a nobody. You're in the middle of the world. You're never going to be polarizing enough to get people to follow you. You need people on the extremes. This is why Hafiz tried to say, and look at Hafiz, you know, his content is dwindling. Nobody cares because he's trying to ride the middle. He's trying to ride the middle. He'll play both sides. He'll just hop over the fence. He's moderate. Moderates, nobody cares about moderates. 
Fence sitters. Yep. Modern pantry. Fence sitter. You sit on the fence. And the reason why fence sitters don't gain traction is because they're cowards. Fence sitters are cowards. Okay. If you want to change, you don't sit on the fence. Like, imagine the people in the American Revolution sitting on the fence. Well, perhaps we'll continue to get taxed. The British are coming. Let's just see what they want. Do you know what I mean? And then negotiate. Uh, let's come into a peace and harmony. Let's find an agreement. Nope. They was like, start bucking. The British are coming. They start hiding in trees. Buck, 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 buck. Booyaka shot. They, they weren't sitting on the fence. They no longer, they no. Once I said, we can't take this shit no more. And the British said, well, look, red coats are coming. We're sending in, we sending in the troops. Polarizing. One side or the other, something's got to give. <laughs> but but fence sitters are cowards. They don't want to offend either side, so they sit on the fence. Well, I see your side, and I see your side, and I see your side. 25 years later, well, I see your side, and I see your side. No, man. No. <laughs> All right, fence hitters are cowards. <laughs> People are mad as me. Right, yeah, you're a coward. Cowards, look, there's no, there's no justice that 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 happens as a result of cowardice. Mm. Speak your piece and stand on it like a rock. All right. Anyway, shout out to wait a minute. What did I do? Did I cancel my own show? Yellow bellies. Shout out to XL Pro Services in their building. Coach Gang, shout out to you. Jones G, morning coffee for the speaker of truth out here. Thank you, sir. Venmo Gang in the building. We're going to get as much as we can here before we mess up the show. I think this mouse is messed up for my second computer screen. Okay. All right. I'll fix it. Yeah, Thanos. See, Thanos wasn't a fence-sitter. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Yep. Anyway, somebody says, he says, yes, you did. You're promoting extremism like 15 times smart. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Think of the people in our culture today. I'm not promoting extremism. I See, see I think when you use the word extremism, what you're saying is ultimately the extremism, you're not, I don't know if you're using that positively. You're using it negatively. But eventually, eventually, I want to tell you something. Eventually, the pendulum swings one direction and it will go all the way to the opposite extreme. Give you an example to teach here. Give you an example. He says, I'm just saying smart. Yes, you did. You Okay, so you said smart. So what, what happens is whatever a situation exists today, in order to change it, People think it's going to swing back to the middle, which is moderate, right? I'll give you an example. Marriage and divorce. Marriage and divorce penalized women extremely up until the 1950s, right? Women didn't have a voice. They had to face abuse, so forth and so on. So people made cor corrections to the law to swing it where? Right back in the middle so it's fair for men and women. But then what happened? It swung back to the opposite side, to the other extreme. It didn't go back to the middle. And it gave women a significant advantage. So now men are crying. <laughs> men are like, what is this shit? Eventually, it swung back to the opposite extreme. Now, we want to change it and swing it back where? To the middle. It should be fair for men and women. It's never going to sit in the middle. It's going to swing back to the other side. Then the other side is going to say, this ain't fair. So see what I'm talking about? There's never a middle reminder. There's never a utopia. 
for people who think it's going to be a utopia where the laws favor everybody will be harmony and peace. You guys are dumb. It'll never be in a utopia. There's never a such thing as something in the middle or moderate. It's either going to swing this way or swing this way. You guys think you're going to live in harmony and peace. And then soon as you get harmony and peace and get your food crops growing in your system in order, somebody's going to invade your ass. <laughs> somebody's going to come in here and say, oh, look at what they have. That's what I want. They'll take it. There's no utopia. Anyway, he says, he says, there is a middle. You've been saying there's a middle fence sitting while wow, you're a hypocrite today. Where's the middle? I've always told you there's what did I tell you? There's either walk on the left side of the sidewalk or the right. Never walk in the middle of the street. Cage bird is trying to find me a hypocrite, but I've said, why walk down the middle of the street? You're going to get hit. Where's that? You're going to get hit. Walk down. Okay. Ever, okay. Cage, cage sitter, cage bird cry. Cage bird cry. Watch this. This is what I want you to do right now. This is what I want you to do. Go outside. Walk down the middle of the street for as long as you can. And uh, report back to me. Report back to me. I, do it right now. Do it right now. Do not wait. I want you to go right now, wherever you are. I don't care what city you are. Go right. Go walk right down the middle of the street. And then come back to the show and report what you've seen. <laughs> I bet you, you ain't going to be back. <laughs> I bet you, you won't be here. I bet you, you won't come back to the chat. Your ass going to be dead right now. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't no helmet, no jacket, no nothing. Just go. And then come on back. When you get, come back to the chat, come back to the chat when you're done, sir. I bet you, you won't. <laughs> Did somebody get the license plate of that truck? Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, go sit your ass down. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to you. Uh, B is for baller. He says, looking for a gordita. And you said your rent's due. Your rent's due, Yeah, they will pay you some rent. No government name. He says, why do y'all red pill OGs think about, what do you wear pill OGs think about Midwestern snow bunnies taking over the manosphere by repeating your talking points? I think we covered that quite a bit. Um, this is the, this is the beauty and benefit of the algorithm. So, uh, but I've always said that they should not be the face of the crimson capsule. Although I can't help it. I can't help myself. I think the, the sphere itself, if you want to say the manosphere, right. Um, the fear itself is mostly full of purple pills. Right. And I, and I say Kevin and Samuels invited that group in here. So as a result, this is the next step. So we used to be, this fear used to be a lot of hardcore red pill guys as much as possible, but now we're full of purple pills. Okay, there's not any, there's not many hardcore red pillars anymore. So with that being said, this, this, except Kevin Samuels explosion invited people in here to learn about what happens here. But ultimately they're one blow job away from the plantation. Ultimately, these people hope that this information, and this is what I've also guarded against. They hope that this information would be received by the masses of women and women would correct themselves. So it would be somewhere of a moderate in the middle for men. This is, this is a false expectation. 
This is a false expectation, and many red pillars warned people of that long time ago. There's never going to be a situation. Okay, I don't use it to change women, uh, but people don't understand that. People don't understand that. They think I'm in here trying to change women and tell them what's up, and hopefully they get it and they have an epiphany. Oh, you're right, and they're 22 and they get married. What's going on with my stream? They already messing with my stream today, and I'm on landline internet. Boy, YouTube bugging. They getting me already. Wait. New, 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 new world order. I'm on landline. Don't blame me. But this is what we're having today. We have a group of people that want to get this info and take it to women and for women to say, yes, you're absolutely right. Like when I say women, the majority of them, this is a false expectation. It's never going to happen. Never going to happen. So we just got too many purple pillars in the building. But shout out to all the. New, 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 new world they tried to slow my stream down. There's no reason why the stream should be dragging at all. All right. I got to get back to the show. Uh, because we're going off here just a little bit. All right. Uh, it says right here, straggle and sniggle theater. Let's go back and have a little bit of fun and see what's going on in the world in a town near you. Well, this is also what happens when you're in the desert storm bunker in the building. We are in the desert storm bunker. But um, let me see right here. Let's go to straggle and sniggle theater and shows what happens to some of y'all communitas. And uh, we're going to start off in Kansas City, Missouri. We're going to start off in Kansas City, Missouri. Wow. Let's see what happens here. Of course, there was a Dodge uh, Challenger or, you know, <laughs> there was a Dodge Red Eye. What did they call it? There was a Dodge. There was a Dodge or a Chrysler or whatever that. Now I got booty cheeks out. Booty cheeks are out. What is going on with that skirt, ladies? That skirt is not covering anything, but let's continue. Yeah, that scat pack. They had that scale pack. Hellcat. All right. You know, that's Kansas City. Anyway. All right, ass is jiggling. Oh, not the big ass, not the big ass Chevy Tahoe. Uh oh, wait a minute. Oh, I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what, I look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady in the race car. The community, the community takes another L and she said, y'all came here for me. 
She said, y'all came here for me. So she's the one called them. Yeah, the Negro community definitely frowns upon your shenanigans. Definitely the Negro community is upset by your behavior. And Martin Luther King has something to say about what's going on. What do you mean you came here for me, ma'am? I'm really, I really want her to clear that up. What do you mean you came here for me? And why did she have to twerk in front of the police officers like that? Boy, man, I tell you, man, the community keeps taking them L's only in Kansas City. So what do we got? Kansas City, Missouri. Shout out to you, brothers. And there was a dude beating up the police officer and all that. Now, I assume if he got a knee to his neck, all right, it would be on and popping. It would be on and popping if he got a knee to his neck. All right, so let's go on to the next episode right here. Uh, a straggling sniggle. All right, we got a straggle. All right, shout out to the straggle here. Let's go ahead and uh, let me see here. What are we doing here? Let's make this a little bit larger. Uh, she's going to show the her progression. She posted this on her own social media, I would assume. But we're not going to go over there and bother her. We're not going to go over there and bother her. She's uh, wanting to show you how she's progressed and how the wall has worked for her or against her. And she also is going to show how progressive she is. Let's watch how a young lady could change after going to several Democrat fish fries, how she could change and become the woman she is today. Let's go ahead and roll it. Oh, music is off on this one. 2016, 2017, 2018. Hello. This is why you go to the junior college right here. Hello, Redbone. I want me some of that. Where's my dad? Where's Joe Biden when I want him? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. All right, I'll take a look up and down, say, hmm, I'll take a. Let's play hit. Let's go. 2018, we looking good. 2016, we might have been jail baited a little bit, but 2018, freshman at the university. Let's see what else we got. All right, 2019, she got her hair weave. She learned how to do her hair. Hello. 2020, oh, we know what happened. COVID, quarantine, and all of that stuff. They got lazy. 2020, 20, hold up. New, 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 new world order. Wow. Wow. This cannot. Democratic fish fry nuggets. Let's play it again. There she is. Oh, man. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Master Splinter almost in the house. All right. She got hit with that Master Splinter. <laughs> here we are right here. Whoa. Hold up. Wait a minute. New, 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 new world order. Hey, ladies, ladies, this is what I'm talking about. You know, I'm not trying to change you, but this is what happens when you don't get married by 23. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't get married by 23. Idle time is the devil's time. Idle time is the devil time. Now, I respect whoever she is. Dude, I had a girl on, you know what, on my famous website. She looked just like that. And then I was like, she, she messaged me and I was like, what the hell? So I didn't respond. And she was like, I know I look like a dude, but I'm a girl. I was like, I still ain't. <laughs> I still ain't about to smash no peace leave. That No. <laughs> when you look like a full ninja all up in the face and all up in the hair. I was like, nah. I ain't about to fold that up. Hell no. <laughs> what the hell? I can't do it, man. My mind can't do no ish like that. Now, dating coaches will do it. 
Dating coaches will do some sh like that. Let's go ahead and play this in the background right here. Dating coaches will do this. But look, man, you turned a full nature-given woman, or if you want to say God-given woman, you took God or nature or mother nature and father time, and you basically have thrown it. And you play God yourself. You, get, you play God yourself. This is actually crazy. And what people don't know is that is that because you know you, you can see some masculine characteristics now, but people don't realize is that um is that um she she's actually going to morph into and evolve masculine characteristics because she's playing a masculine. So it's not only just that she changed her appearance with her hair and her tattoos and whatnot and her dress. She's also going to morph into a wider nose, a stronger jawline. She might be experimenting with some testosterone or whatnot. She might start lifting weights and that type of thing. And she's going to develop more masculine characteristics as a result of her behavior. And this is what happens. This is what happens to a lot of women who do what? Have long-term careers and all of this stuff. They start getting wide shoulders, pulling their shoulder. They start doing things that are more masculine and they develop deeper voices, because they're used to they, they turn into a Elizabeth home. Uh, so anyway, what's going on uh, again? We're not saying anything if she's trans and she's deciding to transition more power to her. But we see what she was. We see what Mother Nature blessed her with. Or if you want to believe in God, we see what God gave her, gave her all the tools to procreate. And nature wants to do one thing. Nature wants to do one thing, and that is to survive. The, uh, it, the, it, it wants the species to survive. All right. Uh, whether that's tricking you into believing love is lust or lust is love. Right. Nature just believes in surviving survival of the fittest passing on genes. That's all nature wants to do. And it does this automatically and it does things to fool you. Right. Like uh, you might believe somebody's the love of your life and it's just a bunch of lust and chemicals in your in your brain. Uh, for for women, it gives them an advantage early on during their fertility to pass these genes on, meaning they're going to be their most attractive. I don't care if you feel better about yourself, ladies, when you're in your 40s, stretch mark, saggy booty. Oh, I feel better about myself. Well, it doesn't matter what you feel. It's what you look like. Okay, it's what you look like. You look your best when you're younger without question. Now, you can fight this if you want, but nature gives you all of these things. With that being said, it gives you fertility around the same time as thus to create or select the best mate to push the species forward. Bottom line, do not try to make it more complicated than that. Well, I can't believe you will look at younger women. Yes, they look the best at that age, period. When they have fertility combined. If a person has less fertility, but she, you believe she's looked better, that's you, but that's not nature. That's your choice. Just like this woman's choice is to become a man. She has no fertility or less, less fertility or less likely to pass forth multiple, uh, multiple human beings. She's a going against nature. She probably is using a bunch of science and makeup to make herself look better. Period. Period. There's also, there's always exceptions to the rules. But here you go, guys. Here you go. Uh, COVID for sure. And I'm going to say this. The 2020 election and the divisiveness between the conservatives and the liberals, the Republican and the Democrat, the polarization of, of, of events racially and, and politically and with the with the uh, Skittles community has changed a lot of people. 2020 was a big deal. Look at, look at what happened in 2019 versus 2020. 
Look at what happened between 2019 and 2020. Okay, once 2020 hit that with the election and with the pushing forth of all of these things and slowing people down, sitting at home, giving them no purpose, no ambition, it changed a lot of people mentally. And um, there'll be something to be said for this in the future. But look at this. There, here it comes. 2018, 2019. And then once you're sitting at home, 2020, now 2021. All right. The evidence is there. The evidence is there. Anyway, anyway. New, 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 new world order. All right. Going back to another one here. I think, boy, I think that is against nature. Anyway, you can have your opinion on it. You could be like, well, she's happy about herself. Probably not, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. If she, you believe she is now, she's going to be singing another sad tune in, by age 35. Or she's going to be riding a crotch rocket. She's going to be riding a crotch rocket and be very, very happy. I doubt it, though. Shout out to this Oklahoma teacher. Let's go ahead and put up the last straggling sniggle here. There's an Oklahoma teacher out here, a teacher's aide, arrested for getting busy. Miss Anderson and Jamal getting busy after two weeks of starting on the job. All right. She can't go two weeks on the job without getting piped down viciously by high school students. A 22-year-old Oklahoma teacher's aide was busted for giving up the stank. With the student, after it was re revealed, she started a relationship. No, 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 no. <laughs> she started a relationship. You mean she graped him? She e-parred him, like Donovan Sharp says? What do you mean a relationship? Sounds like an e-par to me. That's what it would say if it was a man. If a male teacher's aide was piping down a 15, 16-year-old student, they would be saying he assaulted her. He e-parred her. He graped her. They wouldn't be saying a relationship. You see the, the dynamics here after it says right here, after it was revealed, she started a relationship with the team just two weeks into the job. Ma'am, you have one job, right? And you messed it up. Ashley Waffle, a temporary teacher's aide with the Granite Public Schools, began her employment on October 10th and started messaging a 16-year-old on October 25th on Snapchat. That was fast. Boy, they be out here peace leave itching, bro. And you can't get no, some of y'all can't get no dates. Some of y'all can't get no dates. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I see somebody in here is a, okay. I see he's a troll. All right, I see. I was wondering what this person was doing. He just in here trolling. You subscribe to my channel to troll? Oh, I see. All right, we got to get you out of here. All right, where is it right here? The outlet said school officials alerted police to the rumored liaison between the student and Waffle that was spreading across the small town of less than 2,000. According to court docs, and there she is right there. Wow, there she is. Look at this. She looks familiar, doesn't she? I see who she is. Yeah, she looks familiar. Yep, that's Kaylee. That definitely looks like Kaylee. And she looked like she'd been crying some tears. I suffered through the years and shed so many tears. She definitely been crying. Look at that face. Look at them eyes. She been weeping. Weeping Willow. All right, it says right here, wa weeping waffle. According to the documents, 
Waffle had relationships with the teen twice at her apartment sometime before November 9th. Waffle was fired on November 10th and faced two second-degree grape charges that could land her in prison for 15 years. Highly unlikely. Uh, it says right here she is being held in the Greer County Jail, according to the outlets. Don't visit her. The district superintendent, Missy Berry, told parents in a letter this week that the district was cooperating with law enforcement as the investigation begins. So here's a woman that people would probably say has some white girl pretty privilege or something like that. She ain't ugly. She basic. All right. She a basic stock factory issued woman. But in the genetics of America, this is a W. All right. For a basic. And guess what? She out here getting her guts rearranged by a 16 year old, bro. 16 year old male. Not even a man. A 16 year old young male thrusting on her twice, scheming down her throat. And listen, some of you guys can't get no date. Some of you guys can't get no dates out here. And you got her out here getting her insides twisted. This is absolutely reprehensible behavior, but we see what happens. This is why I've always told you guys when they have the advantage on the marketplace between the ages of 16 and all the way up to 30 and 32, which is sometimes they get a full two decade advanced start on men. They know more game than you. They know how to manipulate you, especially if you fall outside of the top 20 or 30% of men. If you fall outside of the less the 20 and 30% of men, they're going to manipulate you like crazy because what they did in their early years, they're going to skirt over. And then they're going to say something like this. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. Um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, a.k.a. nice guys, right? And that's you. And that's you. That's you. Don't you get it? You virgin, you incel, you non-game-having-ass dude. I like you for you and what you provide. That's you. You're a nice guy. You're so good. You're a nice guy. You're such a good man. You're the good man. We like you. Yes, stay right there. Don't ask me what I was doing at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. Don't ask me. Don't ask me what my body count is. Don't ask me. Just marry me up, you fool. Just marry me up. All right. She going to say she she going to say something like this. Just marry me up. No questions asked. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. We're going to talk about this when we get the consequences of dating fatigue. A lot of these women experience dating fatigue and what they say. Remember, exhausted by the jerks. They experience dating fatigue and they're in their late 20s and they want to pass off that bullshit to you. Okay, let's get to some super chats. I got to get over to PayPal and give them some love. All right, I figured it out. They, we had a troll in the building. God dang, man. All right, we had to get rid of his monkey ass. All right, we got him out of here. Trolls be subscribing because I got it on subscribe only and they wake up early in the morning. We going to troll CGA, <laughs> right? Wow. I feel good about myself if that's what you're doing in the morning. Pause. 
Yeah, they be in here like crazy. Uh-oh, shout out to Jim Status and shout out to you, Jim Status. The original post on Instagram about our guy JDF, the Green Ranger, was from Jim Status's post. And he got in there and he called it. Shout out to you. He says, get fit, get money. CGA's message is undefeated. All other outlooks are taking L after L after L. All right, we're going to talk about Passport Bros next. All right, it's not what you think. But uh, the free agent lifestyle is undefeated. It is undefeated. Okay, Kaylin says, what's up, coach? I don't know if you touched on this or not, but I came across a story that is very interesting. A groom arrived at his wedding in a coffin that was in part carried by bridesmaids. The story went viral and not a lot of women were too happy to say the least. So, wow. Okay, all right. So he came to the wedding in a coffin. Wow. Hey, shout out to him. Let me see if I can find this. He came to the wedding in the coffin, meaning this is his death. All right, we got to have to give it to him on that one. Let me see here. Yeah, groom sparks fury after he was filmed arriving at his we wedding in the coffin. All right, we're going to have to check that out. Oh, no. <laughs> of course. Wow. Okay, so all right, we're going to go check that out. Appreciate that one, Kaylin. He knew what was up. He was like, this is the death of me, but this is the life of her. Oh, boy, we got a double confirmed confirmation. Shout out to Red Pill Canuck here. Amazing job on the Green Ranger story. It's sad men don't have an outlet to express issues, not even with other men. Other men will shut down other men that have relationship issues. This is why men, and I'm sorry, I'll, I'll continue. This is why men don't discuss relationship issues with their women, uh, uh, about their women until it's too late. Because even dating coaches will shut that shit down. Oh, no, 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 you ain't holding a vascular frame. <laughs> I'm like, by the time he's got to this point where he's talked about it, masculine frame ain't going to do a god dang thing. Now, it might help him in the next relationship, but he's doomed, especially if he's married. There ain't no masculine frame no more. That's like, there's there's no more. He's lost the bet. He's lost the battle. <laughs> so. Even dating coaches out here are are full hypocrites. They they're they're supposedly pro men, but they're anti men. Dating coaches tend to come in their feminine. It's always your fault. You ain't piping her down. You ain't doing this. You ain't doing that. And mostly time, dating coaches are they haven't been married to the point long enough to know what disadvantage you have. See, the ultimate disadvantage that a man has in a marriage is one thing, and I'll let you think about it. What is the ultimate disadvantage that a man has in a marriage that no da many dating coaches will not tell you? What is it? Go ahead and put it in here. See if you can think about it. See if you can think about it. What is somebody said the courts, but there's something specific, something specific. You guys are saying it divorce, but what specifically? What specifically? We're kind of going to get it. Uh, somebody said coaching for He said. <laughs> Somebody is married. No, he, 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 no, he's not. Plural marriage, right? People are saying the court, but it has something to do specifically. There's a specific term that we'll talk about here. Um, and that lack of leverage is the no-fault divorce. And this is, uh, Dr. Thunder was covering this. The no-fault divorce Yep, there we go. Esteban Leon got it. Esteban Leon. The no-fault divorce is the ultimate checkmate for a married man. 
that one right there uh, is is a is the coup de bras because he has no, there's nothing he can do. And again, when we look at the statistics, 80% of the women are filing for the no-fault divorce, which basically just, it hampers him. There's nothing he can do. That's where you lose all leverage. It's the coup de bras. It's done. So it doesn't matter what he does. It's inevitable. He makes the change, and she still knows the no-fault divorce is the trump card. If he doesn't have that in his back pocket, if he doesn't have that control, it doesn't matter. Nothing else matter. Coup d'etat. Done. All he has to say is, all she has to say is, irreconcilable differences. Done. <laughs> so a dating coach with no experience doesn't have that, uh, doesn't have that on the line, and he will never know. He will never know that feeling of going, Okay, I'm going to hold masculine frame now, and she still can run in there, no-fault divorce. Meaning, no matter what he did or what she did, it doesn't matter. Boom, done. So remember that. Remember that when it comes to these arguments. when they, If they never use that, and they tell you you can change it up by acting all of a sudden masculine and choking her or metaphorically choking her. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway. But he says, um, it's sad that men don't have an outlet to express issues. I met him at Comic-Con, and he was an extremely amazing guy. And he says, thanks for what you do. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to you. Appreciate you for here. A lot of people say positive things about this gentleman, and we'll talk about him in a bit. He says, you got to spit in a mouth. If you want to do that, you got to do that from the start. But again, most of these guys that do that still end up with domestic violence. Guys, if I've been in the domestic violence courtroom because you guys don't know that domestic violence courts and the family courts are in the same building in most municipalities. So I've been around domestic violence courts or hearings. Let me tell you, that shit sound like what the dating coaches tell you to do. <laughs> it's no... That should be working, especially most of the time, the women that come in there. It's not like a housewife comes in there with a domestic violence type of shit. It's normally some bird that you turn into a housewife. The girl that's the 304, she in there with the Stacey Keebler outfit. The the um, Let me show you what outfit these hoes be coming in in the, in the domestic violence court. And it's always these scab peeling skeezers that dating coaches tell you to do. By the way, dating coaches, ask me one thing. Answer me one thing. If y'all fornicating with all the women, what women are you qualified? What women are what pool of women are these women coming from? Some of them are the good girls, the church girls, the hookers, the 304s, the seeking, the sugar babies. Y'all acting like we're only fornicating and running game on the good girls. Like, even if you're running them on the good girls, aren't you tating the pool for the future? What are, why don't they never answer that question? Like, wait a minute. Y'all out here fornicating. If all of y'all are fornicating with all the women. And you're telling more men to fornicate with all the women. What pool are you creating of women? And what pool are you pulling from? <laughs> like y'all like literally either creating a effed up pool of women and then later complain about them, later complain about this pool of women. Or you're actually pulling from a pool of women that you're basically tricking on after somebody skeeted in it. What is it? Which one is it? <laughs> I'm like, y'all got to answer that 
question. I'm done with you dudes trying to come over here and ruin my message. You literally are contaminating the pool or pulling from a pool of contaminated women. It's one or the other or both. But no, they all, I got the good women and I'm running game on, you're running game on scab peeling skeezers, period. Or, or you're creating scab peeling skeezers. What is it? <laughs> this has got to be, this has got to be, we've got to come to the, this conclusion. We got to figure this out. But they're on here fooling you guys. Acting like they're banging all the virgins and the hot virgin chicks. We need to call them out on the carpet and tell them to stop pulling that bullshit out. Anyway, I was talking about domestic violence court, but if you ever go to a domestic violence hearing, most of the people in there, it starts off where the dude were her. She was accepting some form of abuse or she was a contributor to the abuse. She was the instigator. And then she was like, oh, don't tell me no, but tell me no. You know, that type of shit. She liked it at first. She contributed, and all of a sudden, it worked against him, and she got his ass in there. On some masculine frame bullshit. <laughs> it sounds like the it when they do the whole hearing, it sounds like some dating coach advice. Yes, I met him, and he was strong. He was dominant. He put me in my place. He didn't refuse to back down. He didn't tell me no. I was argumentative. I was a bitch. But then he, then all of a sudden, he put me in the DDT, in the Cobra Clutch. And then all of a sudden, he put me in the Boston Crab and the figure four leg lock. And he told me no. And he became insecure and controlling. <laughs> Wait, okay, okay, all right. He started holding masculine frame. Then he went overboard with the masculine frame and then he put her ass in the million dollar dream. And she went night night. <laughs> he put me in the razor's edge and then pinned me and hooked the leg. All right. It's like, oh, okay. All right. So you was listening. What dating coach were you listening to? That's what I start asking. He was listening to his famous favorite dating coach. <laughs> Kayla says, coach, I know. You're saying that people shouldn't get divorced, but do you think that it's long overdue for Will and Jada to get divorced? Oh, that's a tough one. You put me in a damn thing. No, no, no. They should look. Do not bring them back out to the regular world. Let them go be deaf, do their part. Them do them part. Let them stay where they want. I don't want them coming back out here. Okay, here. Uh, last one. Neil Armstrong, my mother, is the newest member of the coach gang. Give her the round of applause. Shout out to the mothers out here. Shout out to the moms. He says, also, the company I work for pulled the plug on me. So, I'm in the bind, Nate. Uh-oh. Rent gonna be due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yes, this is the world we live in. This could happen to any of us. Wow. Shout out to the moms listening to the coach gang members in here. Neil Armstrong's mom is in the building. Pause. Don't fornicate with her. <laughs> Don't fornicate with Neil Armstrong's mom. All right, let me see if there's a cash app. And then I said, that's said this last one. I know. All right, shout out to GAT, Julius. Juju in the building. He says, going to see my big box Chevy <laughs> and flatback. All right, you going to see my big box Chevy and your flatback. Nasty boys in the building. All right, I still don't have a nasty boy noise. In the I got to get a nasty boys noise. All right, let's get into this one right here. What, what's the next episode? Oh, Kostradamus strikes again. Kostradamus strikes again. So we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of passport stuff. 
um, and a little bit of a conspiracy theory. How about that? We're going to go to Jim Status's wacky.leftist post right here. And remember, CGA's been telling you about sustainable food. Sustainable food is going to be the future for a lot of you soy boys because we don't grow. We don't live off the fat of the land. We depend on the government, trucks, trains, and all that stuff to bring us our food. Big-ass uh, warehouse facilities, Walmart, Costco. All right, and y'all be shopping up in that Costco food. Y'all be shopping for that food, all right? But uh, uh, sustainability, sustainable food, bugs, and, and and beyond meat, that's the future, man. It's the future. It is what it is. New, 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 new world. Uh, let's go ahead and play this video of this man right here. Go subscribe to Wacky.Leftist. Look at this man right here. Mm. <laughs> Look at this guy right here. He's so happy. What is he eating? That looks so good. That looks so good. All right, let's go ahead and see it right here. Totally sustainable bug burger in 10 minutes. New, 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 new world order. Okay, soy boy, tell us what's up here. Let me see if I can play the music here. Totally sustainable bug burgers in 10 minutes. Start by grabbing some air-dried bugs on Amazon. These grasshoppers cost me just 12 pounds and provide me with all the protein I need for the week without destroying the planet. Get the bugs into a bowl and break them down. Blend them into a powder. This is our protein base. Next, cook a handful of rice in simmering water. While that's cooking, add some seed oil to the bugs and stir. Then some flour, sustainable is best. Then we add our bug mix to the rice. Give that a second to blend. Boom, bug burgers. Use your hands to shape the patty. Then just fry until golden brown. Beautiful. Now cut some garnish and look at that. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Amazon selling bugs right now? Oh my goodness. Vegan cheese. Oh, he slapped that American cheese. New, 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 new world order. Garnish on top. And don't forget the totally sustainable bug bug. Well, well, I hate to ruin your appetite, but uh, we're here. They're here. It's coming, guys, whether you like it or not, whether you think I'm doom or gloom or not. We getting busy, gentlemen and ladies. And when I say we, it's not going to be like it's going to be 50, 60, 70 percent of us. But yes, it's going to be a general part of our population that is going to go for this shit, man. You know, we here, man, whether you want that, y'all can hate on me all you want, man. But I see from the future, I'm in the year 2030. All right. There was a tag team back in the day in the old National Wrestling Alliance called the New Breed. Anybody, if you're a super wrestling fan, you remember the New Breed. But you know what's funny? The New Breed was literally in the year like 2015. <laughs> they were like, we're from the future in the year 2020. Like they were in today's time. Like, look at all futuristic movies from the 80s and the 90s. They were here. They were they were where we are now, <laughs> which is sad. Demolition Man, Back to the Future, the new breed wrestling. They were here and now where we are. And now where we are, I'm in the future. I'm the year 2030, 2030 and beyond. What I'm telling you is going to happen. I don't miss. Okay, predictive programming. This is scripted. Blade Runner. All that shit is now in modern times. And look at where we are. Bugs. <laughs> we eating bugs. And they're pushing it on the internet. Let's continue here. Passport bros. Listen to this Filipino woman. Is she right? Headed to the Philippines myself here pretty soon. Uh, let's see if I have it lined up. This is from a brother. What's his channel? Let me give him some channel cred here. Let me give him some channel cred. Uh, well. 
I can't see. Is it Average Unplugged Man? I don't know what his name is. Let me see if I go over here. His name is Average Man Unplugged. Average Man Unplugged. Shout out to you. Uh, somebody suggested this video on my locals. Go to locals, man. Locals is Liddy. Listen to what this woman says, this Filipino woman. Listen to what she says, brothers. And even in the Philippines, they know. They know what you like. It says right here, marry a black man now. If you study Philippines and Thailand women, they will tell you to bring your American ass over here. Sometimes they leave out the fact that white men get priority still. But you can do well there. You can do well. But listen to what she says, brothers. What type of Filipino woman are you going to get when you get there? Brothers, you've been having trouble for this with this for a long time. I've been warning you of, of this. What typically happens is before we play it, before we play it, this is what how brothers still get bad deals because they know you accept masculine behavior. They know you're in your scent bag, meaning I want my woman to have her own voice and I want her to be this. I don't want to control. I want her to go out there and get her own money. You still fall for the feminist programming and you make the new woman you select from a different race of women. You make them the version of the black women you're trying to run from. So you go to Dominican and you get Spanish speaking black women. Like you go over there and get a straggle from the Dominican. When you go to the Philippines, you don't get a submissive woman. You met, you make a mess out of her and you make her into a, you wonder why black women are uh, masculine and fall for feminism. It's because of black men. You go over there and you make her into exactly what you left. And then five years, 10 years later, you got a mess because you're in your simp bag. So we want to blame black women for being who they are. But it's your fault, guys. It's Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And I'm going to prove it. This woman right here is going to say exactly what I just said. But she's going to say it in a way to hypnotize you because she's also going to add me love you long time after it. You guys did this with white women. And you messed up the white women. <laughs> you messed up the pool of white women. What did y'all do? Y'all went over there and got y'all big old pogs, big old nasty, hairy pogs that are out here in their black women bag. You basically got the black, the, the white form of a black woman. That's what you did. You, you made her the black, you made her into a black woman, right? You, because you didn't hold your masculine frame over here. So then, so then you messed up that pool of mud sharks. And then now you're over in the Philippines trying to do the same thing. And they gonna they see you coming. Guys, they see you coming. And predictably, she's going to point all of that out. Watch it. Somebody says, play it. I just had to set it up. Watch this. And listen, brothers. They know you got passport Niles, And they've adjusted. Like I said, they're going to adjust. Continue. Oh. So a lot of black women DM me and told me to stop talking about black men. They were like, Leave our black men alone. They're ours. No one is interested marrying about Filipina. Well, the good news is I'm not here to listen to them because the good news is a lot of Filipina are interested in marrying black men. That's right. So listen to me, Filipina ladies, okay? Black men are super interested marrying Filipina women, especially when you are a big Filipina. Of the humanity. So now the big 
Filipinas. Oh, the humanity. No, your ass is coming. So she's over there and she's done. Again, remember, I told you. Remember, I told you this. Bottom feeders, scab, <laughs> leftovers, and whatnot. Black brothers love them. I get it. You love shape. I get it. Y'all love booty. 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 But you don't realize when you love booty, it's going to get two or three times bigger. Okay, because now you just let the woman get two and three times bigger. This is what's happening in your own neighborhoods. So when she's young and got a fat booty, it's going to get three times bigger. And then you're going to be like, you're fat, you're overweight. Then you're going to be dissing them. And you like the big booty. You be skeeting on the big booty. So here it is. <laughs> now she's like the big one and she don't even look big. But now they've gathered up and said, ladies, women will always adjust. They said, ladies, we're not out of the game. Yes, the men don't want us over here. The white men don't want us. But guess what? There's always ninjas. <laughs> now we in the game. Them ninjas coming over here left and right. We got them. We back in. The black Asians. I've seen that reacted to her. But what happened? There was some well, as oh, here we go. Big girls. Here we go. Love big girls. Why is that? Because big girls don't cry. And as far as I know, good black men have a reputation of being romantic, seductive, caring, loving, and sweet. This is true. I believe that to be true. She definitely got that right. I think black men are definitely the more romantic of the, the characters out here. But it's a, it's a positive and a negative quality because they tend to do it with the bottom feeders of every race. But that's just neither here nor there. It's a backhanded compliment. Yes, it, it's true, but they tend to do it with the not so highly selected group of women. They tend to do it with the people that be like, oh, you doing that with her, son? All right, let's continue. That's right. That's how black men are to their women. Well, obviously not all because I've seen it. So you big girls should marry black men because you know why? We must keep our reputation in the Philippines. So you're probably talking about what reputation? Well, as we all know, Philippines is number one with everything. We're number one when it comes to talent, creativity, and beauty. That's one of the reasons why you should marry a black man, only if they're good. Because you know why? We want their gene. I mean... Oh, she, she laid it out. But hey, I, I feel her on this one. She laid it out here. I'm talking about basketball, strong, singing dancing Yeah, man, we got to go on this there. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, brothers. What? <laughs> this is miserable. 
I don't know what to say. I, this is painful. This is painful. <laughs> anyway, oh man. And just be truth be told, they're pass you're passing on to the not even the best of the best over there. She putting, she putting she putting the low she getting the low quality women over in the Philippines like the ninjas are coming. Basketball, football. She said what people say. Ay, ay, ay. Anybody find a positive in there? I don't even know what to tell you. I just, this is, what do I say about that? That's crazy. Is there anything more she has to add? I think there's a little bit more. Let's hear what she got to say here. <laughs> I mean, many Filipinas, they marry white men because they want the beauty. And look how many crowns we get from beauty pageants. She's saying the quiet part out loud. She's saying the quiet part out loud. And listen, I appreciate her saying this because this is what they think. You think they love you for you, and that's going to be where she was right about you being romantic. But they don't love you for you. She basically has qualified this into a transactional relationship. Again, she's qualified this as a trans, which, which, is, which is what I'm telling you what women do. She basically verbalizing it. She didn't say she loved you for you. She named all the things you bring, not you. All right. She's not loving you for you. And that's you. <laughs> this is exactly. But with this being said, this is what women do in general. This is what aware American women are doing. It's just on steroids now. And now they've they've uh, put themselves out of the market for many decent men trying to chase the top, top, top tier men. Now you got opportunities to go over here. And this is what they're telling you what she's doing. Wow. She's trolling you for DNA and resources and romance and love. Basically just setting you up. All right. Let's continue. However, ladies. Uh oh. Beauty oh, by the way, she said the white, the people who get the white man are searching for beauty and to get beauty pageants. <laughs> she didn't name beauty in your side, though. She didn't name beauty on for you. She named DNA. She named uh, genetic qualities. Continue. Wait a minute. I skipped again. All right, let me see here. But hold up. Boxing. <laughs> I mean, many Filipinas, they marry white men because they want the beauty. And look how many crowns we get from beauty pageants. However, ladies, beauty will not last forever. Talents is what we need because talents and creativity will last for a very long time. <laughs> oh my god she was like you can have your beauty pageants i got a ninja that we created a kid that's gonna be the next manny pacquiao the next floyd pacquiao forget all that we got talent we can sing this is basically the kardashian strategy <laughs> this is the kardashian strategy god dang so what are you waiting for, Filipina girls, especially the big girls? Especially the big girls. Oh, the humanity. 
marry a chocolate man now well to be honest guys we filipina are the black version of asia we can act like a queen at the same time we can also think like a masculine oh the humanity oh the humanity Again, remember what I said this earlier. You know, I listen, this is, this is no diss to passport, guys. But what I'm telling you is women adapt. I'm telling you about female nature. Y'all can run over there. Y'all can run over here. You can run back. You can bring them back. You can divorce them, marry them. I don't care. What I'm telling you is they're going to adapt. Women are smart no matter what country they live in. They're going to adapt. And this is right here is an adapt adaptation strategy. She said, oh, okay, Americans are coming over. Oh, there's a passport, bro. Oh, okay. Now we're going to market to them. Are we going to market our best? No, because they're, they're going to marry the white men. We're going to market our lowest. Oh, the humanity. We're going to market the lowest hanging fruit here. We got a chance, lady. Y'all want, you want a singer, a boxer, a dancer? You want a rapper? You want a future basketball player? Oh, we got it. We got all the fat women you want over here. Listen to CGA out here, man. Never think that you're going to... Women do not love you for you, gentlemen. I, I'm sorry to tell you. When will you wake up? They want you for what you can provide. I don't care what country you do this in. Now, if you're in a situation here where it's very tough and the dating marketplace is ruined, I get it. Go over there. Fine. But do not think it's about love. Now, you can find your wife and marry and do whatever. It's not about love. It's all transactional. There's a transactional relationship between men and women, period. All right, let me stop here. Let me see if I could, is that all that I had to share? I was going to share another v video of the Filipino P uh, talking about this, but I don't think that video can be outdone by the previous video. So we're going to go ahead and skip that part. And let me go to some super chats. That is unreal. All right. Shout out to uh, now somebody's going to say not all Filipino women think like that. All right, go ahead. You can use that as an excuse. All right. But we ain't we ain't we ain't playing with excuses out here. That was straight up saying the quiet power part out loud. There's no disputing it. She said it. Where are we at? Um, Derek Choice on the Super Chat Show. Coach, I see so many women on Twitter posting sexy pictures announcing that they are divorced only to be validated by simps telling them how beautiful they are and how could a man leave her is reprehensible yes that's always the tactic a divorcee uses to remarket herself repackage and then a lot of guys are like whoa my god I, can, I would treat you like a queen this gives her a sense of options that aren't really there nobody's marrying her again she's just going to get a carousel ride <laughs> so guys just want to pipe her down now that she's available they're going to bust two nuts on her and then move on and she thinks she has another landing spot and she doesn't shout out to uh, marriage causes divorce. Divorce will never swing back to men based on feminism. Yeah, so I think we're stuck. Again, it'll only swing back to men if the five conditions present themselves. Pro-Black Jones says the black woman is God and there ain't no mystery. Shout out to you. All right, marriage causes divorce. Shout out to Rumble, the new YouTube. I think new, 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 new world order. I think Elon Musk might have something to say about that. Rumble doesn't have what it needs to compete with YouTube, but perhaps potentially maybe Elon Musk can make Twitter 
into a competitor to YouTube. ACDC says LOL CGA was about the con wait was about to conjugal visit Brittany Griner. Yes, that young woman there, wonderful looking young sister. And then she turned into that. Yeah. Oh no, you're telling me about the girl that said, Hey, I'm a woman. Come on. I was like, Oh, I can't do it. Can't do it. My salami don't work like that. Shout out to Sterling. Oh, whoa, Clayton. Free agent lifestyle for life. I'll catch this playback. Continue to overcome your obstacles. Shout out to you. Um, continue, oh, shout out to overcome your obstacles. Yeah. Also, Takeoff was the important Migo, and he invented the style of rap heard by future little Uzi Vert, little Yachty, Young Thug, and all the other Atlanta rappers. So I'm not sure if that's true. I'm assuming you're going to speak from experience there. Uh, Takeoff invented that style, what we would later call mumble rap. Um, unfortunately, or Interesting enough, people are now giving it credit because of Takeoff's death. And they're saying how important he was. But people did diss this genre of rap for a long time. All right. So it, interesting, he was the one that created it. He was the eldest member of the group, if I'm not mistaken. He was the uncle. And the other two were brothers or cousins. I can't remember. Interesting. He might have been the OG that put it down and got them boys in the rap. And then, you know, the other two became more of a... The other two seem to be, which would be um, Offset and <laughs> I know I know their names. Hold on for a second. See, I'm not good with names. Offset. Who's the other dude? Offset and uh, oh, wait, who was the youngest? Okay, he was the youngest. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, he was the youngest of them. He was the nephew, Quavo, Quavo. Okay, so he was he was the youngest. All right, so my theory's off. But shout out to either one of them brothers there, Offset and, and Quavo. I actually listen to their music, but more I like their music when they're featured on other people's music or when quality control. I, I typically like them when they're separated because I'll find a song that comes up and I was like, oh, and they'll be like this person featuring Offset. And I, but I'll never listen to the Migos for some reason. I don't know what that is. When the Migos song come on, I'm not attracted to it. But when they're featured on another song, I like the song. I don't know what that is. Maybe I'll give their music a try. He also says these 304s will try to manipulate young men as they have figured out they can't manipulate older men. Very sad, but satisfying to watch. Satisfying to watch. All right, shout out to you, man. Yeah, that's is why older men tend to go back to younger women. But that's nature. Uh, and then because older women, older men typically have it figured out. So we're not going to fall for the okie doke. All right, Nate Bitt says, if you need a nasty boy soundboard, Cleop Family Guy, or Clip Family Guy, Cleop, Clip Family Guy, Cleveland Brown character saying, oh, that's nasty. Okay, I got you, Cleveland Brown. That's what I'll do. Agent Machine, they, the lovely Filipino has revealed the uncomfortable truth. How is what she said any different than slave breeding? Passing off the big uns to the bros. Shout out the big uns, the big uns. Big uns, the big uns. There's nothing different that, but 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 I also say there's nothing different than the what we do for short-term marriages. She's like, just get them for the need. That's basically what Alpha Seed Beta Need, and she covered it in both. She was like, he got the we got the Beta Need and the Alpha Seed from these brothers coming over here, and line up you fat Filipino women. 
Now, when you go over there, you're going to have a shot at all of them. But I think if you go over there, I've been warning men against thick women, right? Thick women are great. I get it. There's a need for them. You're lusting for them. But keep their ass in the side, man. Stop marrying these big, big women because what you typically are doing is, men, let's have a come together. Let's huddle up. Ladies, don't listen. <laughs> now they're going to listen. What you're doing is not breeding out the qualities that you don't want. You actually are breeding the qualities that give the your race or your group of people or your family a disadvantage. Most people and species have bred out the qualities that they don't like, meaning they don't select them. This is called natural selection. This is why hypergamy is important, even though it works against a lot of men. Hypergamy actually breeds out the less selective qualities, selective breeding, natural selection. But what people tend to do, unfortunately, brothers, he says eugenics, what brothers do is whatever they don't like, they continue to breed with that quality of person. I, I don't get that. You guys talk and talk, talk negative about fat women, but you breed with them. You talk negative about masculine women, but you breed with them. You talk negative about women with attitudes and weaves and nasty nails, and but you breed with them. There's something wrong with that strategy. And then what tends to happen is your next offspring tends to be worse off. At best, there's a lucky dude that wins the genetic lottery when you two breeders mix, and then that person becomes an NFL cornerback, offensive lineman, or a NBA star or rapper. But it makes no sense that men continue to talk negative about women and qualities that they possess, but people keep breeding with them. That, that's the problem. If you wanted to change it, it would take 25 years of natural selection, intentional selection of breeding. You would breed out the qualities that you keep talking negatively about. You can't keep breeding with them and creating new versions of them. He says they have no options. Well, there goes your, there's your, there's your conversation. Have the conversation. <laughs> Have the conversation. That's what you would, that's what I would hope people do. But of course, anyway, the lovely Filipina had revealed the uncomfortable truth. Kirby H says, I'm Filipino coach. And this is 100% of the straggle women down there. If you're an expat or a passport, bro, be careful. They are sharks always on the hunt. He says they can smell dollars from a mile away. Get leverage. Listen, and that's a Filipino brother talking right there. He's telling you guys, when you go over there, I, I hear a lot of guys, I'm going to go find a wife. I'm going to go over there. I think those people are in a more desperate position to find a mate, and they will typically use the transactional relationship a lot better and um, a lot better than even the women here. So don't get caught up in the mindset of um, these people are better. I just think that, yes, they can treat you better by necessity. They have to treat you better. But there also is an undercurrent of the transactional relationship. So if you're trying to say it's about love and you found a loving woman loving better than an American woman, I disagree. I disagree. I think she's playing you differently. By necessity. Like, but she she has to because of necessity play you differently. Women are manipulative; they're master manipulators. 
There is no love, love, love. There isn't no one. She just falls head over here for your ass in two days. No. But it's okay. I, if you have a woman that by necessity wants to be married to you, fine. Let's spell that shit out. That's a transactional relationship. So you want that? Go get it. Go get it. All right. Shout out to everybody there. But there's no better love. Oh, they love better over there. No, they don't. Okay. <laughs> they love strategically over there. Shout out to, oh, uh, did I, I'll call you Mr. Forbes in the building. It's time I started paying my dues. Shout out to you. First time, long time. I'm rich, bitch. He says it makes sense if you understand history. Absolutely. And I'm fine with transactional relationships. I just laugh at dudes that say they're not in a transactional relationship, and I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a PUA, a player, uh, a dude that thinks he gets it for free, a breeder, a simp, a red pill guy. It's all transactional. There's not one that is anti-transactional. There's not one. With that being said, with that being said, you all pay. You're all tricks. You all tricking. And you know who getting pimps? You know who the pimps are? You know who the pimps are? The women. <laughs> I'm tired of you dudes acting like y'all pimps out here. Women be pimping y'all left and right, turning you inside out, circling you. No, nah, man, they ain't got no game, coach. I'm pimping them. Okay. Okay. They're pimping you. They pimp y'all out. Left and right, smacking y'all, making y'all go on the track. Y'all be crying. <laughs> I don't want to be out on the track no more. Get your ass on the track. <laughs> What's the track? Your job? Your job? And then they tell you, you're going to take your money away. We're going to take your money away, pimping. We're going to take you to divorce court. We're going to meet to your ass. We're going to make you out the victim. We're going to domestic violence your ass. They slicker. They slicker than the back of the uh, humpback well. Women are slick. Women are slick as hell. And I'll be laughing at dudes be like, I'm running circles around this woman. <laughs> Police. Oh, man, you guys, this you guys make women out to be dumb. And I think that's the mistake of men. You guys make women out to be dumb. They're not dumb. They're not dumb. They're the last species. To be able to wait, they're the, they're the only humans that be that are able to survive purely off instinct. Not even men can survive off instinct. We got to use some sort of logic, reasoning. We got to do math equations. We got to build. We no longer survive off instinct. Women survive purely off instinct, purely. And you guys, they play you guys for fools every single time. I'm getting it for free, and I I look 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 look. You guys think because you talk her, you talk to her in a certain way, you got her to do something that she wouldn't have not done for any other guy. Men, we need to stop being divisive in this community. I know I think I want every man to think like me. We need to come to an agreement. That you're the dumbass if you believe that. You're absolutely a moron if you believe that. There's no way you can believe that. But if you do believe that, you're a moron. 
if you believe that because you said it a certain way, she's doing for you that she would do for nobody else. And you did it for nothing, nothing, no, no value. No, you traded nothing. You, you got nothing. It was completely free for you. That makes me cringe. That makes me go, fuck, this dude, these men cannot be this dumb. <laughs> it makes me want to go over to women's side and be like, damn, y'all right. Y'all got to figure it out. The male ego, that's the problem is the male ego. The male ego, and you see it in a lot of people, the ego of the male believes that it was him. Dude, it was her. Don't y'all realize it was her? It's her the whole time. Now, just because you stopped her from going where she was going, you stopped her and then you interfered with the progression of her day. And then she eventually was like, okay, I'll choose you. She chose you, pimping. She chose you. And you distracted her from what she was doing. She was going to give that peace leave up to somebody else at some point. It wasn't like she didn't give it up to nobody. And she wasn't going to give it up. She was going to give it up to somebody. And you just happened to stop her. Okay. She was like, shit, I was okay. I was going to go give it over to Peter, but now I'm going to give it up to you. Who did the choosing? Was it you or was it her? Was it you or was she not going to give it up? Again, this is my argument with PUAs. She was going to be a virgin until you stopped her from going what she was going to do. She was a virgin and you happened to interrupt the flow of her day and change her course of virginity the rest of her life. Highly unlikely. She was going to get my, by the way, by the way, she probably just came back from the stabbing cabin. Most of you guys don't ever talk about that. But women will tell you they came back from the stabbing cabin and you jumped in front of her and she gave you leftover dripping peace leave. Can we talk about that, sir? I'm loving getting these PUA guys. Can we talk about that part? Because they definitely do it. I've known many women to do it. Didn't even wash between her legs and gave it to you because you ran game. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to GMB with the stabbing cabin. Yeah. And, and you know what you also did? You gave her the five-stroke special, too, on the first nut. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay. I love it when these guys' ego gets in their way. Man, she choosing you. Many times, she'll let you go up in there and bust up all them in on walls. Go ahead and bust up in there, daddy. She's mine. She's mine. And then you roar all up in her walls. And now, guess what? She got your ass. She got your ass from many angles. First of all, you can't deny you was with her because the DNA is all over her. That's number one. So if you act stupid tomorrow, she got your ass. Okay. She can Kobe Bryant your ass tomorrow. And trust me, people do this shit all the time. Number two, she could get your ass by letting the seed just drip all up into her uh, fallopian tubes and let it marinate. All of a sudden, you roared up in them walls and you looking at her. She let you go home. I pumped and dumped her, coach. Yes, you did, sir. Mm. Yep, you got her. 
You got her. You ran all through her. You ran it through that dumb broad. Good for you, sir. Let's give you a round of applause. You got her that time. You showed her. <laughs> you showed her. <laughs> she was she wasn't choosing you until you rolled up. Okay, yep. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let me stop. All right. You sure did show her that time, sir. I tell you, man. And then you talking stupid, man. Oh man, she done got me. Matter of fact, you done followed up and your seed in there marinating with another guy's seed, highly likely if she's a attractive or a, 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 a skeezer, right? If she was easy. Even Tupac says, I hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want it if it's that easy. Although he was lying. It's just a rap line. However, do you know that there's certain sperm, they're, they're theorizing that there's certain sperm that we've developed in our DNA that is called fighter sperm in the event that there's another man's DNA inside of that cavity. Do you know that your anatomy is designed as to scoop out other men's sperm and we've designed our anatomy like that over millions of years because the nature is you're sharing. It's just your turn. There could potentially be another man's DNA in that woman. Do you guys realize that? With that being said, who's doing the pimping? Who's doing the choosing? Most of y'all with this, with these, with these game things, you guys are, you guys are sharing the same women or you're creating a new pool of 304s that you're later going to complain about. Mm. <laughs> it's just the beginning of time. The true nature is the women are out here, the ones. They're the ones choosing. They're the ones making the, themselves available. They're the ones that can hot. I don't know if you guys know how women work sexually. They can, they can have eight partners in a day, no problem. They can go eight rounds in a day, no problem. Meaning they can go from your house to the next house, and a lot of women do it. They go through phases of this. It happens. They can do it, and you won't know nothing. You won't even know. But you, on the other hand, you're not designed for that shit. Two rounds, three rounds at best. Maybe every now and then you could go a couple, six rounds. Very unlikely you'll have six different women in them rounds. Very unlikely. You don't have the time, the recovery time, the refractory period. You don't have it. You don't have the game. You don't have the ability. You don't have the reach. You don't have the options. You don't. Compared to what her options are, if she wanted to run six dudes, she can run six dudes on any day of the week. And sometimes they do. They'll run them all in the same room. When was the last time you had six in the same room? When was the last time you had the ability to get six in the same room? I bet you she can get six in the same room right now, today, if she wanted to, and she could finish the job and still come to you two hours later. Mm. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. He said six dudes in five minutes. The women have the advantage of that edge. And you guys, a lot of times bragging about women that you jumped in front of to, jumped in front of, talked to, and she's coming from the stabbing cabin. And you never knew about it. I know about it because women have told me that they've done stuff like that. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out to GMB. I haven't seen his videos in a while. I don't know, man. Sometimes they stop suggesting videos that you subscribe to. I think that's the situation. Or or he doesn't produce videos. All right. DGC more Espresso for CGA. Cisco. Ha Wait a minute. 
What did I press here? Cisco has me back in the lab. Shout out to you, man. You at work. You at your job. Malik is in the building. Bugs for the normies. Stakes for the coach gang in the building. Yeah, man. We only. Indeed. And are all women doing these things? No. All right. I skipped a whole bunch of uh, Venmos. And I got to get to them. Oh, boy. I got to get to them. So be patient with me here. Venmo needs some love. Venmo needs some love. What up? What up? Okay, going back. Okay. Somebody says here, oh, loud pockets. Coachy, someone had to say it. Them Jordans ain't worth it. Coming every year with the same damn shoe. I buy, I buy cowboy boots for the same price, and I use them on the yob running errands. He says feet well protected and ish. And you're not going to get bit by a rattlesnake if you're in rattlesnake country with them cowboy boots. And also, you can use them for your job. Jordans, you can't. All right, shout out to Macaroni Tony, CGAB. Like, you need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't waste all your time trying to get high. He says you went into triple overtime yesterday. Appreciate you. Give us the throwback. He gave us the throwback, CGA. Did I get Brian Horsley? I did. B is for baller. I got you. Uh, macaroni Tony, as a nasty boy, I must confess, I've traveled down the WNBA path several times in my life. It's honestly not all bad. Just got to let the hair down, baby. Yes, I had a couple of military bras. This one chick, she was like, um, what is the call when you're on military on campus? Sometimes it slips in my mind. But anyway, um, she was one of the military girls that was on campus, college campus. Ah, what do they call it? Anyway. She was kind of masculine, not COD, um, ROTC, ROTC. Thank you, brothers. Thank you. She was an ROTC chick. And um, she was kind of gruff. And <laughs> like, she didn't look masculine. She was a red bone. When I was in Louisiana, she was a red bone chick. And she laughed like a dude. She talked like a dude. All her mannerisms was like, ah, ninja, ninja, ninja. And um, but she laid on her back and purred like a kitten when it was time. <laughs> you know what I mean? She came in down there and purred. But she was young when I got her. I know she'd been ran through. She was the type of military girl. I know she got ran through. And she was kind of, she was kind of like, you know, <laughs> she could look like she could box. She looked like she could box. She wasn't like a feminine red bone. She looked like she could, like I wouldn't fight her. I wouldn't fight her. She looked like she could get you in a headlock and put a noogie on you. You know what I mean? Like she would be, <laughs> she would the type of be like, if you're playing fight with her, she wouldn't be all like you play fight with her. She put you in the headlock and be like, yeah, ninja, ninja, and giving you the noogie. <laughs> like she looked like one of them. Like that was her mannerisms. She looked like she put you, <laughs> yeah, like Layla Ali. She looked like if you start fighting, she'd be like, okay, you know what I mean? Strong side. She'd be hitting you with the Philly roll. And she looked like she would get in there like that, like jabbing you like a ninja, like, yeah, jab, 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 uppercut, hook, all tight and snug. Hook. <laughs> she set your ass up. <laughs> she looked like one of them. Anyway, she had some good peace leave. That cat was good. That cat was good. She purred. She laid down and she was like, purr, purr, 
purr. She was like, purr, purr. Then afterwards, she put her combat Timberland boots on. She put her boots on. She put her fatigues on. She put her big ass fatigue jacket. She was like, yeah, shout out to you, Ninja. Thank you, bro. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a weird thing. You know what I mean? Like, like that's like, like the, that WN base. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Peace out. Knuckles. But anyway. <laughs> All right, uh, Antonio says, Coach, did you see the video titled Jason David Frank Last Moments with Wife on YouTube? She is abusing him on IG Live. Oh, we're going to have to pull that up. We're going to have to pull that up because we're talking about him next. We're going we're gonna to win here. All right, uh, no government name. Recently, when I clicked on your old videos, YouTube plays an ad where a PUA is selling his course claiming that his PUA techniques enabled him to sleep with over 1,400 women with all eights, nines, and tens. First of all, <laughs> shout out to the AdSense people that are not paying me money but running ads. There's no such thing as 14. There's no such thing as one man having access to 1,400 women that are eight, nines, and tens. You got to be a billionaire for that shit. There's no game that's going to teach you that shit. Number one, if you're sitting in one place, if you're sitting in one place, say you're in Kansas City, Missouri. You're in Kansas City, Missouri. The likelihood that there are 1,400 women that are classified as eight, nines, and tens in Kansas City, Missouri is slim to none and slim just died. Mm. There's, not, there's not even 1,400 women that statistically are eight, nines, and tens. There are not that many there. You would have to be in Los Angeles, and I know I grew up in Los Angeles in Southern California. I know for damn sure eight nines and tens ain't falling for no game. They're predators out here. They're apex predators. Even in Miami, if you're in Miami, you're not running game like that in Miami. You're not gonna get fourteen hundred of them, them eight nines and tens. Not by no game. You better be paying them broads. You ain't about to sleep with fourteen hundred women in Miami purely off of just some conversation bullshit. Nope. No, you're not. You can stand in the casinos in Las Vegas. And you ain't going to meet 1,400 women over a period of time that are eight, nines, and tens, and you just ran up and talked to them. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because <laughs> there's too many hookers walking around. There's too many women doing it for pay. There's no way. There's no way. There's too many women running around here with way too many options out here. There, there's no. Again, Dan Belzerian falls out of the category. He's not running game. He admits he doesn't run game. Dan Belzerian, uh, again, Dan Belzerian is using money and status and the ability for the women to market themselves. That's not game. So there it is right there. And he's sitting in one spot and they're coming to him because he has money, status, and the appearance of lifestyle, and they can market themselves under his flag. That's not game. That's a completely different strategy. Okay. All right. So. Now, what? where are you going? You're going to be in somewhere where a whole bunch of women got dirty feet? Okay. Dirty feet women? They don't, they're no, those aren't eight, nines, and tens. Again, these things um, can be easily, just statistically, just statistically, you can weed this conversation out quickly. It's bullshit. But I'm not shitting on their thing here. It's, I'm not shitting on their, their, their thing. It's bullshit. <laughs> There's no way. There's got to be some hookers in there. There's got to be some T-boys in there. There's got to be a bunch of lamb wells and ugly chicks 
especially in the beginning. Yep. There's got to be a lot of drunk girls, the girls throwing up. There's got to be a lot of sexual assaults. <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be a couple of sexual assaults in there. Uh, girls that woke up, there got to be a couple of G GHB. Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt Chamberlain did not run game. Again, we guys got to distinguish between a dating coach and a and a guy running a dating coach and a guy that has status. He has he's a giant. That's different. He sat there and the women came to him. He did nothing. See, we see what we're talking about. I'm talking about guys. Again, we got a lot of people leaving the stream because I'm raining on their parade right now. And I'm giving you reality. I'm waking young men up to reality. Will Chamberlain has the status. He's a major figure person. And not only that, he's probably impressive in person. And I'm trying to say that as nice as possible without sounding like a, a skittle. He probably looks one way on TV, and then when you see him in person, it's a panty dropper for women. They all of a sudden can't resist him. <laughs> okay. He's six foot eight, muscular, long arms. He's probably, he's probably, he's rich and famous. He's a status figure. Ana anatomical things probably are curious or they're impressed by it. They can't resist. Yeah, he's seven. Yeah. I think, what is he, seven footer? He don't need no game. He don't even have to open his mouth. And he'll have those numbers, yes, easily. But to tell a guy, you're going to get this, get my course, you're going to learn this and bang all eight, nines, and tens, 1,500, there's no. <laughs> no way. So this is what we waking you up to. He was seven feet. Yeah, he's seven feet. He's a giant. All right. Women don't resist giants. They're hard to resist because that's the equivalent of a woman with big titties and, and a nice ass and a great hourglass figure. And then you show up and she walks right in front of you. Everything goes out the door. All the rules of engagement, all the rules of dating, everything goes right out the door. All right. Whatever rules you apply to what you will and will not accept from a woman goes out the door as soon as she walks in. You're going to do it. You're going to you're going to accept the bullshit or you're going to say out what you wouldn't do, you will do at that moment. Somebody said, "Take my money. I would never pay." She walks in the door. All right, here. Let me give you one for a quick thousand. I got 5 minutes. You go right in your bank account. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> All right, don't get fooled, younger guys. I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to save you a couple of dollars in your dignity out here. All right, shout out to Macaroni Tony. I had to look this up. He says the that Pena, that Filipina was not wrong. NBA player Jordan Clarkson is Pino and black. DNA hunting is real. Shout out to you. Yep. All right. Now that the simps have left the building, we can get into a little bit of a celebration. Where are we at? The two-hour mark? All right, we got one hour to go. All right, the simps and the hope strategists have fled. And they fled. They were like, this guy's too real. Uh, let's see here. Somebody said, you're right. I'm 6'6 and muscular. I don't use game at all. Yep. When you're 6'6 and a giant... There's a video on my um there's a video on my locals that will show you this 
and this is what people don't really want to acknowledge and recognize being uh, uh, men and men, men and women, uh, we're attracted. We will say what we'll do and we're attracted what we're attracted to. But when that person rolls up, there's no ifs, ands, and buts, uh, buts about it. The the lust in the DNA, it, it takes over. There's a short video. I don't know if I can find it in time, but this this man, this very tall man, handsome man, I'll say pause, walks up and this woman walks by her. The look she gives him tells you exactly what we're talking about. All the rules went immediately out the window. All right, let me see if I can find it real briefly. Oh, it's going to take a while. All right. I don't know if I can find it. If anybody knows where we're talking about, maybe they can point us in the right direction. All right, but uh, yeah, it's going to be too far back. But, um, and don't get mad at this. This is this is what it is. Let's celebrate right now. Uh, not celebrate, but we're celebrating the fact that CGA was indeed right. The death or the divorce played a death in JDF's the divorce played a factor in JDF's death. Now, I spelled this out explicitly, explicitly in my stream. There it is right there. And I said, divorce, uh, his wife filed for divorce two and a half months prior. He's here. Now he allegedly deletes himself. Now I'm going to call that into question. But he allegedly deletes himself. And I said, divorce plays a factor in men deleting themselves. And I showed you the statistics. They're nine times more likely to delete themselves after a divorce, all right? And and also, their divorce, their deletion rate is higher than the actual civilian, regular person's delete ratio. So if a person has depression and deletes himself, it's actually a lower statistic than men who are involved in divorces. So I immediately, uh, with the help of Jim Status, we immediately called it out and posted it. He posted it on Wacky.Leftist. I picked it up, and I posted it on my Instagram. Most people agreed, and then eventually, the Captain Saberhose, the Captain Saberhose, you can't connect his divorce to his suicide or deletion, self-deletion. And I said, yes, I can. Highly likely, it has something to do with it. All we have to do is wait. And so I did the stream yesterday, and now today, here it is. Wife called cops after heated argument. Bodies discovered in hotel room. There it is. Let's go ahead and give ourselves. I don't want to celebrate like that, but it is what it is, guys. Divorce, when men face divorce and they're highly likely going to get served a divorce, he was served a divorce. Sometimes he has to figure out, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? He might try to get back with her. He might try to fend off the divorce. He might be depressed. He might be dealing with another risk factor, which there are other risk factors that you can deal with. Then the divorce just sends you over the edge. We don't encourage people to do this as a solution. There's life to be lived. Stop putting all your value and validation in the women. This is why I tell you to go against PUAs because they put all of your validation in the women. We tell you to put validation into your own life and then let women be the byproduct of that. Stop attempting to do something that is very low percentage-wise to work. Not only that, it's very low evidence presented that these people have success doing exactly what they're telling you to do. And if they do have success, it's very short term. It is not long term. Eventually, you're going to end up like this guy because all of your eggs are in the validation of women basket. All of your patting on the back is your success with women. And it's a dumb way to live life. OK, let me get in my bag. It's a dumb way to live life. Eventually, many of you aren't equipped to deal with the rejection of women. And you're going to end up doing something stupid like this guy because all of your eggs lie in the validation of women basket.
and she walks off with the bag. And your ass is dead. Live for something else other than women. Guys, when you do this, ladies, ladies, listen to me. Ladies will tell you this. When you live for validation of other things other than women, women get interested in you. There's no need to run no game. There's no games to be played. Many of them will play their position. Many of them will just offer you something, and maybe it's a couple of dollars, but the dollars are meaningless to you. But when you are a broke ninja and you're sitting around talking about I don't pay, it's because you can't pay. It's not because you don't want to pay. It's because you're too broke to pay. Most of it, if it's worth $200 dollars $300, that don't mean shit to somebody that got $100,000, a million dollars. Good, it's $400. That's all I needed. Get the hell out of here. But no, y'all got to play manipulative games against these people because you broke, period. It ain't worth the game that you're running on them. Game is not even worth the game you're running on them. You're wasting your time. Go win life and give them a couple of bucks and tell them to skedaddle if it's that much of a big deal, if you're that much of a player, if you're running through so much peace league. But you're wasting your time and your money and putting all of your validation in the woman basket and you're wasting your time. That's why I tell you young guys, stop following these guys. It ain't worth the money you even spending on it, but it's better than the opposite. So here it is right here. This sucker for love. Unfortunately, Jason David Frank didn't want to lose his money because he's in a bad marital deal. And he's trying to simp for his wife. And then it worked opposite. Here it is. Bam. The entire Power Ranger fandom is reeling over the death of Jason David Frank. And we've learned about the sequence of events in the hours leading up to the deletion. And we're going to try to pop find that video. Again, CGA, gym status, we were right. And we were what? We were what? We called that shit. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ, Jason and his wife, Tammy, checked into a Texas hotel on Friday. We're told that the two were in the middle of a divorce, got separate rooms, but at some point, the estranged couple got into an argument in Tammy's room. We're told staffers were called to calm things down and peace was restored. Uh-huh. You can't blame her. You can't say this. I said I didn't blame her, but the reason why he probably checked out, if he did indeed check out, now we're going to do get Dateline all over it. If he did indeed check out, he checked out because this is what he was about to lose. He was about to lose his money. I got money. He was about to get his family destroyed by the destroyer. This former trophy wife was about to stick him for his paper. More than likely. She was about to say, I'm going to dig every penny up and you're going to pay me. She got her feet bored. Her feet got wet. She, I'm sorry. He, she wanted to get her feet wet and her feet got put to sleep. And now she's going to chaotically overturn his life with the bait and switch by the way yep he he got the old rug pull by the way they were married for 19 years again cga again guys is it worth see what what people are gonna do with this argument and i this is what pisses me off they're gonna say well that was him he didn't hold massive brain it was his fault he was him and he didn't do that it, that was one marriage you gonna let this man die you're going to let men die and, and sweep his ass into his pine box 
Give them a tombstone and put them six feet and just move on with your life without helping men. Men are going to die and you're just going to wash it away. See, I can't let this happen. I can't do this. I can't let men die. I can't men let men go homeless. I can't let men be out here manipulated. I can't let men get blindsided by divorce and then just basically like, well, that was just one. That was just one. See, that's what these men do. And you following suckers that are saying, well, that was just one. It ain't you. Guys, it's going to be a lot of you. It's going to be a lot of you. And that's you. Because you keep getting manipulated by the same bag of tricks 19 years down the line, and he's deleting himself allegedly over the love of his life and to protect his wallet. I can't live with this. I can't let people just brush over shit like this. This is heavy. And just say, well, that's only 50%. That's only 10%. That's only... No, this is a man that has lost his life under the same circumstances that any man can lose his life in this scenario right here. And a lot of men lose their lives over this shit. Way too many. There's people that call me for coaching calls and they say, I was going to delete myself until I found your content. I found your content. I listen every day and now I'm here as a result. And not only am I here, I make more money than I did when I found you. I have a better life as a result. See, the guys that are telling you, oh, man, it wasn't you and he didn't have enough game and he didn't need enough. They're telling you and they're missing out on the valuable opportunity to help men not get no stank box, but help men through their life. Stank box is a byproduct of your success. It is not an endeavor. It is not a goal. You're going to get plenty of stank box when you get to the position in life you need to get to. Trust me. You won't even be able to count how many women lie down on their back and purr for a nominal fee and get over yourself, all men pay, for a nominal fee or for no fee at all, but a back-end deal for themselves. Period. Stop fooling these guys out with this bullshit ego stuff. This is not an ego trip over here. This is real lives at stake. This ain't no damn fairy tale. This is real lives at stake. And for people to brush over this shit, it actually makes me realize how much of an asshole some of these men are out here doing. And you're doing a disservice to men acting like you're doing a service. And most of these guys are fraudulent salesmen at that. They ain't got no Generation Z peace leave ever in their lives, and they're telling you to spin plates. Bullshit. They're fraud. They're fraudulent. They're defrauding you, young men, and they're playing against your weakness. Anyway, getting down to the bottom line. They claim they help men, but they are helping them back into their disastrous position and they're helping their pockets. Anyway, law enforcement sources tell TMZ Jason and his wife Tammy checked into a Texas hotel, but they got separate rooms. They got separate rooms. They checked into a hotel, but got separate rooms. And they, it says right here, the staffers had to be called to calm things down. Huh. 
Now, he's leaning into her 19 years worth of marriage. She don't look to be leaning into him. She looks like she's hiding little red Robin Hood here. Let's continue. Our law enforcement sources say at some point, either late Friday night or Saturday morning, the two got into another argument and Jason locked Tammy out of his room. Wait a minute. Man, our sources say Tammy was apparently concerned for her safety and called the cops around 5 a.m. Saturday morning. This sounds like a thrilling marriage. Sounds like a fantastic long-term marriage. 19 years. And it's boiling down to some catastrophe, emotional bullshit that this man got himself in. And they got fireworks, thunder and lightning at 5 a.m., Saturday morning. Bull, this is crazy. Guys, why are you doing this to yourselves? Your ability and power is to walk away. Uh, when officers couldn't con make contact with Jason, we're told hotel management let them in and they discovered the actor hanging. He hanged himself in the bathroom. Again, the marriage and divorce and the relationship played a direct. It was a direct factor in it to his death. Despite the fact that everybody wanted to play that shit down and act like not everybody, there were people trying to play it down. It had a direct effect on that. Now, we need to open up this to an investigation. Okay, we need to investigate this shit now. This needs to be Dateline. We need to call the Pink Panther in on this shit right here. Hold up. Yeah. TMZ broke the story of the 49-year-old's death. We're told he died, he died by self-deletion. He survived by four kids. There's your legacy, guys. Four kids, his reps told us. He loved his family, friends, and fans very much. He will be truly missed. Yep, scoop his ass. Just scoop him in a pine box. Let's gloss over the fact that there was some sort of bullshit between him and his wife. No need for the divorce. She probably gets, well, she doesn't get the life insurance if it's self-deletion. Now, there's a case to be made that if she investigates to get this overturned or there's somehow some foul play, that then if she pushes this for life insurance purposes because she's still his wife, even if he's dead, she's still his wife. If she's getting paid on this one, we need Dateline on, the, we, we need Dateline on this shit because they don't make no sense that this guy does this just like that, but we don't know. We don't know, but in a case of life insurance, if he dates his own life, you don't get no life insurance money, but since he's still married, the marital assets all go to her, all of it. She gets the community property. She gets the Texas ranch. She gets the hotel. She gets the receipts. She gets the Comic-Con money. She gets future Comic-Con money. She gets it all. She gets everything because they're still married. You see how, how this game is? You see how this game is? This game is not for the weak. It's not for these bullshit philosophies from inexperienced people telling you what it is. This is a real life and death situation. Somebody says, yes, you can if the policy is years old. Okay, well, you would have to ferret that out. I don't know if the policy is old and he does take his life. Right. If he's already got to the 20 year policy, 20 year in the policy, possibly, depending on what's in the language of the policy. 
Yep. Here's where it at right here. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> Let's just say for all intents and purposes, he was the aggressor. So can somebody send me the footage of apparently there's footage here? Well, what am I supposed to be looking up? There's apparently footage of her gaslighting him. Let me see here. Jason David. Last moments. I'm going to look it up. Last moments. Let me see here. I'm going to look it up. Okay, last emotional video a day before his death. Okay, let's look this up here. Let me see. We, we got something here, potentially. All right, let me see here. We got an ad running on the background here. What am I doing here? Let me share. Hold on for a second. I got to get it set up. I got to skip an ad. All right, I don't know what we're going to see here. But uh, apparently there's a last moment, his last video. And many of us will have this into our deaths, unfortunately, since we record. All right. Let's see what we got here. I'm going to tell you right now, be who you want to be. Follow your dreams, not other people's dreams. The most important thing is that you have to remember you're only worth as much as you say you're worth. Uh, fair use on this one. Fair use. Tell yourself, I am the best. Tell yourself, I can, I can, I can. And never use these words, I can't. Because if you use the words, I can't, you will never succeed. People have the wrong impression about success. Success is not measured on the amount of money you have. Success is not measured on how much money you have in their pocket. Success is measured on are you happy in life? Are you happy at your job? Are you happy in your relationship? Are you happy? Yeah, what's going on with his lips right here? He's trying to hold on. He might have tried to hang himself earlier before he put this video out something's on his lips here with who you are because if you're not you need to change it this doesn't sound like a guy who committed suicide i don't know man i think you know there's some life not around his lips or some powder or something he probably probably tried to check out right then and was like all right his eyes do look yellow i'm not sure maybe it's the video but there's something going on with this this is his last one profit no one else remember the words you speak control your thoughts your thoughts control your body maybe it's the video because his hands look yellow too but your body controls your actions and your actions become your characteristics it's very important to believe in who you are and follow your dreams who cares what anyone else says everyone says i couldn't do it i don't know maybe it's that's the video because that's his tattoo and it looks pretty ashen right there Looks ashen and his hands look yellow. Maybe it's a filter. I have no idea. I couldn't be a ranger. I couldn't film a movie. Uh, his last moments with his wife. Okay, that's what we're looking for. Okay, give me a second. Last moments with his wife. Because this looks like this is not the video that people are suggesting. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Jason's last moment with his wife. Okay, here we go. Want a second income stream? Want a side hustle? Become a PUA. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, let's see here. This is Tammy. Okay, this, okay, this is allegedly. This is allegedly. I don't know what we're looking at here, but this is what we're going to go with. Hi, this is Tammy. And... Stop. Oh, here we go. Oh, Lord. Man, this is the guy's dead the next day. 
Look, this right here. Yeah, she done with him. She done. This is the look of a woman who's done. All right. Now, I don't know who's the aggressor. I don't know who's gaslighting who. We're not making that decision. But obviously, in this moment, she's done. And I think it looks like he's he's bothering her. He's bothering her. Yes. Um, but um, it looks like he's trying to hold on to something that's no longer there. She done. Stop. I'm using her IG annoying. Stop. Don't worry, guys. I'm still talking to you guys through her phone as I'm waiting for my lost phone. Tammy's beating me up. Go ahead. Show people. Show people how you really act. Stop. Show people. Show people. Okay, so he's, first of all, he's in the wrong for putting her. I don't know what he's looking to do here. He's on the wrong for putting her, but he's recording her. She's doing nothing. He's putting he's putting the phone in her face. That's that's not good. All right, continuing. That's that's instigating. Show people. Show people. Green. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, let me see. Is that the uh thing there? He's guys. He's holding on to his to her love. That is done, guys. It's done. It's over. She got another bull in the ring. It, it won't be very long till we find out what the replacement is. She got a replacement. She's done, guys. It's time to leave. He and um, I don't know what he's holding on to, but she's done, guys. I know. I know people want to hold on and shit. He says sipping can be lethal. She done with him, guys. You got to recognize the signs, and he does. He's not recognizing the signs, and I don't know if this video is a sense of him being um holding on to something that ain't there, but this this is definitely a bad sign. Yeah, she's being a bitch to him. Yeah. Uh, that's true, but I think he's pushing that. I think, unfortunately, he's pushing the phone in her face and whatnot. I mean, is this the? I can't tell if this is the day of the event or whatnot. But see, this is a guy. He does. He look like he want to delete himself. Look at that look. Icy cold. She ice. She icy cold like a Russian wife. All right, trophy wife, man, right there. Stop. I'm using her IG account. Don't worry, guys. I'm still talking to you guys through her phone as I'm waiting for my lost phone. Tammy's beating me up. So um, this part right here is interesting. Tammy's beating me up. So it seems to insinuate. Um, I don't know if he's being true about it or he's talking about she, she's swatting the phone away from him. That's the beating up. I can't tell. Show people. Show people how you really act. Oh, show people how you really act. That's interesting. So. Yeah, that's interesting. He he knows she acts different, but then when he presses the record button, she she turns back into this. She turns back into I'm not doing nothing to you. And yeah, there's the lasso. Stop. Show people. Show people. Show people. Show people. Show people. Show people. Yeah, he's gone, man. He lost. Oh, man. This is a sad thing, man. Yeah, that's why he's recording her because every time he stops recording, she probably chews him out. And then when he presses record, she looks there stuck on stupid. Anyway, let's get to some chats here. Then we got one. Do we got one more story? We do got one more story. Our last story. Oh, shoot. We're going to show you young jock first. Let's show you young jock real quick. And then we'll do our main event, the consequences of dating fatigue. And that'll be somewhat brief. Great video of the rapper young jock. Uh, we're going to show you what marriage tends to look like. 
in real life. All right, long-term marriages. Let's go ahead and roll that film. And this is stuff that people don't talk about. Let's go ahead and play that. Young Jack wasn't having it. Well, you, you, you say that. The children are not you the say issue. That. Don't just make it seem like I'm a bad person. Don't say, make some, I'm some, not. some I'm fucked up saying. individual. What you're not going to do is do that. I didn't say that. But that's how you put it. You, you said I, you wouldn't want my son to be like me. I wouldn't want them to do some of the things that you okay. have done. Okay, oh, and I wouldn't want my daughter Namely, to do some of the things you've done. We're know, human. That's what I'm trying to say. You would want them to do majority of the things that I've done. Listen, what I'm saying is, when you talk about me, don't sum say me facts, up. Right? Don't sum me up on the worst side of me or what you consider the worst side of me, because ain't okay. nobody fucking perfect. <laughs> so, oh damn, I wish I could pause that. They pause it on this made up uh, queen here. But that guy, remember when I told you in the book, 52 things to, uh, to, for all men to do before considering marriage, get behind a long-term married couple, get behind the closed doors, see what their marriage is really like. See when they have these moments. Guys, marriage isn't perfect, but couples have these moments and you never see them. So that guy was getting a bird's eye view. He was like, oh shit, right in front of your face. They were having a meltdown. Uh, let's go ahead and pull that up again. Wait a minute, where did it go? Right here. Wait, where did it go? Right here. All right, here we go. What? What is this shit? All right, here we go. Perfectly. So okay. don't do that. That's All what right. we're not gonna do. Because okay. as a man, guess what? I got to stand on mine too. Because yeah, I because guess what? Get, you, let me let me yeah, tell you something. You I didn't go to college. Guess That's what? Fine. I want my kids to go to college. So we can say That's that right good. now. That's I don't want them to go that direction. I want them to go to college. I can say that with you too. Right. But don't sit here in front of the world, in front of a, a, a medium, mm -hmm. and say, oh. I wouldn't want my son or your sons to be like you. Hold on. Okay, so they're actually having a conversation. Typically what happens is that you'll find in many relationships and so forth is women won't air out many of their grievances until they get in public, all right? And so they're on a television show. She airs it out. They're front of her family. She airs it out so that she has a means of protection, right? So you might think your marriage is going good until you're at Thanksgiving with her family. And then she says something snide in front of her family. This is very common. This is the use. This is the simple whistle. This is also the court of public opinion. And in guys, you haven't experienced this part of relationships. You have no experience. Women tend to do this. And in fact, what they, what she's doing is hiding under the protection of the men around her, her father, her brothers, her family members, and so forth. Or if you're in front of your friends, she'll start airing those things out very slightly, very snidely. So that if you respond like young jock is responding, you're going to look like the aggressor. You're going to look like the aggressor. You're going to confirm whatever she said. And uh, you're going to look like you're the bully. Because you're going to be like, what? What you say? And you're going to want to put them words back in her mouth. Put them words back in her mouth. And then um, you're going to have this verbal tennis match, which you're not going to look good no matter what you say. In the mind of men and simps, you're not looking good here. So if you retaliate like young jock is saying, we're not even hearing what he's saying. Neither is she. We're just looking at him as he's aggressive. Why is he? Why is he? What's wrong with him? What did she do? What did she say? In fact, you don't even know what she said. The video starts with him defending himself. You don't even see what she said, because in our minds, in our in our defense and help for women mind, it doesn't matter what she said. It doesn't matter how she criticized him. It doesn't matter that she tried to embarrass him in public. He now is defending himself, but we don't even hear the defense. He just looks like he's being aggressive. And we're going to say, see, that's why 
That's why he's that's why he doesn't have a, a good marriage. We're gonna blame him, right? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Uh let's continue. Nah, we gotta be, nah, you gonna put some respect like on my name because at the end of the day, I'm successful. I, I take care of my kids. Okay. Ain't none of my kids out here in in, oh. in, in dire need of 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 love and support. Okay. So we're gonna do that, okay? Because okay. I don't appreciate that. Because there's some things okay. about you that I could say I wouldn't say want my it. daughters to do. Go ahead. I'm not Tell gonna do that. I respect you. And I love <laughs> so see now what he's doing. <laughs> this is great. And shout out to that made up woman there. He said I can do exactly what you just did to me. But it don't have the same effect. And she knows that if he says it, that is now going to be the talking point. What is this called in the argument? Whatever you just, what is it? The straw man? Is that the straw man argument? Um, Or the red herring? It might potentially be the red herring because now he's going to say, well, I don't want my daughter to be a scab peeling skeezer like you when I married you, a stripper. That now is going to be the argument that we're, they're going to continue the argument on. That's why she's saying, say it. Yes, the red herring. She's now, say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Well, your mama fat and you wear a wig. Now it's the red herring, and that's going to be the further argument. Now we've gotten away from what the real argument was. It's a very manipulative stra stra uh, strategy for debate and argument. It's a form of gaslighting. Men use this. You don't realize you're using a red herring, okay? Because I'm talking about, I'll talk about something. You'll find the red herring, and you'll make it about that. And you actually change the subject and you change the fight. And then you make me look like the aggressor as opposed to you being the aggressor and the gaslighter. This is a strag female strategy that is part of manipulation that women use effectively against men. And he's dodging it by saying, no, I'm not going to say it because he knows that's going to be the basis of the argument. Matter of fact, when they go to court, that's going to be the argument. She's going to say, he called me this. He called me that. He called me this. And you're going to say, well, we were arguing and she said, well, you be the bigger man. How about you be the bigger man? How about you do this? How about you do that? She's going to cry. <laughs> he said I was a scapingly skeezer and he doesn't want his daughter to be a scapingly skeezer like me. That's what she's going to say. That's a manipulative tactic that feminine men and women use. Best thing to do is not argue with her at all. All right. So that's where he's losing. Continuing here. I want, I want this magazine I, I, no, to know no, 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 no. I what it is about me that you don't want your, your daughter. I'm not going to do it. Ah, you hear that? You hear? Man, that is very. Dude, this is why I tell you women are very. They're getting me too. New, 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 new world order. Wow. She said, forget about the argument now. I got you. She said, yeah, they're getting me again, you see. Sorry for the quality. She said, I want the whole world to know. I want the whole world to know everything you think about me. Go ahead. Tell everybody. She's setting his ass up like a genius. This is why I tell you guys, women got game, but their game isn't what we use as game. They got game and they have protection and they have everything. They fool you guys. Wow. Tell the world. Tell them what you want to say. So she got that shit on recording. Right, I'm, I'm not going to do that. 
be my guest. I'm not, be I'm my not guest. gonna be slighted, honey. I'm not. Oh gonna yeah, that's that's where that's where we have to draw the line. Okay. Because I don't care because the camera in front I'm of me or somebody asking. I'm giving you the green light. Go ahead and bury yourself, you dumbass. That's what she's saying. Go ahead, do it. She set this ass up, gal. I don't care. Tell them what you want to tell them. Go ahead. She knows she's gonna win. Questions. I'm not gonna reveal. My everything that go on with me, just okay. like right now, you ain't gonna see him in front of these people and tell what your credit score is. You ain't gonna see him telling your social security number. You ain't gonna see him telling what's in your bank account either. I won't. Okay, so some things are better left fucking unsaid okay. and in the uh -oh. private, and that's what I'm gonna do. So when you're okay. addressing me, okay. don't ever, don't ever make it seem like I'm the worst of the worst, cause I'm not. Okay. Cause I can't. Oh, so he said, don't ever make him seem like I'm the worst of the worst. She didn't say I didn't. She basically said, okay. She knows what she did. And she ambushed him. Yes, this is the ambush. Typically, women are going to ambush you, right? They're going to ambush you in public, in front of your friends, in front of her family, in front of your family. And he's now escalating his temper because he's cursing now. And she got his ass. She's got him. Most of the time, that's all she needs. Let's continue. Came through and changed your life. And it wasn't about me having no money. It was about the right, integrity. It, it was about it was. it was about my integrity. It was about me standing up for you. It was about me helping you open your eyes to see things that no other man has gotten you to do. So when you <laughs> look at the brother talk about me and he address like, me, please be mindful of that because I love you for who you are, I good and you, bad. You know but, I love but, you. So for don't. Who you so, are. But what I would never I say to the world that I wouldn't want my daughters to be like you because then it makes me question why are you with me. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> there's no question sir we know why she's with you with you for the bad things i'm not with you for having outside well just don't ever say that again million. please okay well you asked me you got it in this interview don't, just don't let say? you say that again. okay no, please thank you i'm sorry no, i appreciate you can that carry on. oh oh man oh young jock you done wow now i want you to notice she apologized not to young jock she apologized to the interviewer. She says, I'm sorry, you can carry on. She didn't apologize to him. She apologized to the interviewer. But she's got what she needed. She got everything she needed. She said, I'm sorry, you can carry on. She didn't say, I'm sorry to her. She didn't say, honey, I'm sorry, I, you're right. At not one point, she did not say, honey, you're right. You know what? You were right. I'm wrong. I shouldn't have used this opportunity to do that. I should put some respect in you. I'm very thankful. When he said, I put you in a good position. You should be thankful. I did this. What did she do? Talked about his outside kids, his outside children. She put that shit out there. Bruh, you guys do this shit. Uh, women, ladies, uh, Reverend T.D. Jakes talked about this. You don't realize the power of your tongue. You realize the power of the tongue when we lash out back at you. But most of the time, the power of the tongue is very vicious. Very vicious. And she's using that against him. And of course, she has a natural defense system, which is other men, the societal cultures and pressures, the fact that she can play the victim if he does use the power of his tongue, which she instigated, we assume, because we didn't hear that part. They just edited a part of him trying to check her. Now, somebody, some dumbass guy is going to say he checked her. Some dumb guy is going to say, that's how you check your broad. Again, he doesn't have the leverage. She can no fault divorce him, take him and stick him for his paper and play the victim. She got his ass. He ain't got no leverage in this marriage. And he knows that. That's why he ain't walking away.
All he can do is fake check her, and he had no checking. There ain't checking that. Y'all brothers that say he checked her, shit. He played right into her hands, guys. He played right into her hands. And how long have they been married? I'll wait. Guys, this is the stuff you got to look out for. I don't tell you that. I don't say specifically not to get married. I say when you don't have leverage and options, don't get married. But when you think about getting married, you better watch shit like this. Okay. And if you see it in your life, guys, I don't care if this is a celebrity or not. This happens to a lot of men, if not all. Not, I mean, if not all, a lot of men get put right in that box. All right. Let me do a couple of uh, super chats, get into this, and then, um, Maybe talk about the last subject. Wow. We learn in the day. Classy beats. He says, go easy on them, coach. Sheesh. All right, I'm trying. Rational rationality 304s are short-term rentals with no security deposit. Send them back out there. RDS from Brazil. Shout out to you. I live in a small city on the coast. I pay to get ch hot chicks, and sometimes I bump into them with their Chad boyfriends. Today, even Chads are getting behind. Yes, I'm, dude. I'm seeing it myself. The same thing with these uh, guys, the dating coaches, and uh, when we say Chad and Tyrone, Chad and Tyrone got their girlfriends out here slanging peacefully for money. Tell me how Chad and Tyrone that is. He don't care, coach. He getting her and more women. And we're all picking from the same. You're actually proving my point. We're all selecting from the same pool of women. We just use them differently. It's not like these guys and chads and, and, and dating coaches are getting a different pool of women and they're getting them for the best cost or best time efficient. You're actually putting more into her than the guy that just is the chad or the discard guy or the pay-for-play guy. It's all the same. It's all the same pool. Anyway. Oh, he pimping her. He got her out on the track. All right. <laughs> whatever makes whatever floats your boat. He's pimping her. Yeah. But he's still sleeping with her. He still houses and shelters her. He still takes care and provides for her. All right. How was that a win? <laughs> How was that a win, pimping? You still got her and you sheltering her and you moving around along the city with a known hooker. You look like Eddie Murphy with Jasmine Guy in the movie. Um, What's that movie called? Harlem Knights, you look like Eddie Murphy running around with uh with Jasmine Guy, the mafia boyfriend, girlfriend. Big pimping. You run around with a known floozy. Great. All right, the wealth manager says, if I'm eating crickets and shit, send the asteroid. Indeed, Henry Brazilian says he had a prenup but said he com uh, committed property fraud. And yes, she did want more than she was entitled to via the prenup. I posted the article on locals. So we're getting intel now. He had a prenup. She said, wait, but said he committed property fraud. And yes, she wanted more than she was entitled to via the prenup. Yep. So she was going to take him. She was going to fight the prenup. Hey, um, what's my guy's name? The lead attorney. The lead attorney. Where are you at? Hey, let's get together, lead, if you're watching me, or somebody get a hold of lead. Let's get together on this one. This is an example of what I talked about, potentially. If there was a prenup, she looked to be going to challenge the prenup, which is what I warned to get on prenup. That's what I warned against. Eventually, all it is is that 
ability to her to challenge something, which is going to hang up in the courts, which is going to cost you more money, which is more frustrating because you're like, look, we agreed on this beforehand. But she's going to say, well, things change. Now I changed my mind. Then it's going to cost you to defend the validity of the prenup. And now, now you have a uh, another fight in addition to the divorce fight again. Lead, let's get together on this one because this is where we differ in our philosophies. Yes, you can have a prenup. Yes, you should have a prenup. But many times, if she just wants to fight the prenup and be a biatch, she can do it. Legally, she can do it. And this is what's happening. Now you're stuck, right? All right, Agent Machine says, waiting for the media, church, and courts to examine her behavior towards him. He was a pack mule for her. Right. And a glass CGA is emptying the clip on these gumps. Somebody has to do it. Somebody has to do it. And they can challenge me all day long. Any legit dating coach, if you want to get on here, all right, bring your ass. And your argument, if your argument is, coach, you ain't got no game, you ain't doing it right. We just going to end the stream right there. All right. Because you got nothing else. That, that, that's not going to be a qualifier. We ain't playing by those silly ass rules. We're going to get to the bottom of this shit. And we're going to realize and discover, we're going to discover that your ass is a big-ass monkey simp. That's what you are, <laughs> right? There ain't going to be no dispute. This ain't going to be about what we personally do here. You're not going to come in here and be like, well, you don't get no pussy, and you don't get no game. And you... We're not going to play by them goofy-ass playground middle school rules. That's what middle school guys say. I bet you don't get no, man, I've been here for 47 years. You know, I, you know, I had plenty of peace leave. That ain't going to be the basis of your argument. We're going to get down to the nitty gritty. First thing we're going to do is we're going to lay out them receipts. Get them damn receipts out. Get them damn receipts out. Bring the receipts. Because I got receipts. Lay them freaking receipts out. Before you come over here, PUAs. We ain't going to come in here with no mystery broads. And no broads that got voicemails from the 2002s. We ain't going to bring out no damn broads with no damn face distorted. We ain't going to bring no old ass. No, nah, no, nah, we ain't bringing no old 40-year-old women out. We're not going to. If you're a black guy, we're not bringing white women as proof that you got game. I want to see you running game on sisters. I want to see you running game on black women. If you're a white man, I want to see you running game on black women. Not no goofy ass, buck too fast, box blonde hair women, drunk floozies. We're not getting bar pictures. Women, you hugged up with women on bars. No, we're not getting you hugged up with women at bars. No, that's not proof. Because if you want to see my receipts, you're going to see me slicing and dicing Kaylee's, black women, Latinas, Asians, Middle Easterns, and so forth and so on. Video evidence. <laughs> we're not getting happy hour teams we're not doing this so i'm telling you you want to get on here you want and not only that we going to newport beach not only that we going to the la bar top roof and we gonna run game together live on instagram live we gonna run it live we're gonna bring your ass i'll fly you out here we're gonna get your whole audience and we're gonna go to the top tier women Top shelf, we're going to Manhattan, New York, not the South Bronx. No, we're going to Manhattan, New York. We're going to Miami. 
not no fat broads, not no fat white girls in the middle of Minneapolis and Chicago. No, we're not getting pogs and dusty women. No, we're not doing that. We're going top shelf. We're going to go out there. If you ain't got that smoke, don't make a video about me. Don't even mention my name. You ain't in my class or my echelon, period. Point blank, period. Don't mention your name until you come take the gauntlet challenge with CGA. Take the gauntlet challenge with CGA or shut your mouth and keep your name. Keep my name out your mouth. You ain't got nothing for me. You got nothing for me. Trust me. Same thing with these old 60 year old white guys pushing this shit and want to talk about me. Bring your ass to Las Vegas and we'll take it. We'll take your trip down to the Venetian. Let's go run game live on Instagram or shut up. Put up or shut up. Put up or shut up. There ain't going to be no YouTube beef because I don't do YouTube beef. We going to see. Let's go outside with this shit. Or shut your mouth about CGA because you got nothing on me. No fat broads. None. No fatties. No fatties. Nobody that's fat. Nobody fat over 22%. <laughs> okay. We ain't going fat broads. Oh, no, man, because I like them thick. No troglodytes. No, no mastodons. No mastodons. No thick women. No, no, no. We going We going only top shelf was considered top shelf in America, not what's considered top shelf in Memphis. No. <laughs> I refuse. We're not playing silly games out here. No pogs. Pogs are out of the question. They are not qualifiers. No, they qualify for low. No BBL chicks. No BBL chicks. Mm. <laughs> All right. If you're a black dude, you got to show me you picking up black women doing your effective techniques. I'm not hearing. No, <laughs> look, I'm not going for that shit. Look, watch me run game on these dumb blondes. No. <laughs> All right. So you got to run game, not only on Kaylee's high level Kaylee's. All right. Now you got to run game. You got to run game on apex predators and apex predator, bougie black chicks too. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, James E says, ever since I left game alone and went to the junior college, my life has become so much easier. No more chasing. I just pay for what I want. Now at 25K a month, he says flying girls in is so much easier to dating. Fly them in, fly them in, kick them out, move on, and you're actually able to pursue what you want. All right, Henry was, and no straggle daggle black women. No, we want high end, bougie, bungalow living. We want the high end, uh, straight weave wearing. We, that's the black women we want. Yes, no straggle daggles. Henry Resilient, Dr. Dre had a prenup and she challenged it. Yes, indeed. I'm laying down the gauntlet because a lot of dudes be having their name in my mouth and they want me to YouTube beef so bad, but I don't YouTube beef. Nah, you want to meet me? Meet me in person. All the content creators have met me except the ones that got they, my name in their mouth. They seem to always not want to be where I'm at. Have you noticed that? They always going to be where I'm not at or they going to force it to where I'm not where they at. No, no, no. We going to do this. I'm good. I'm friendly. Everybody know I'm friendly. I'll smile. I'll shake your hand. And I say, let's go prove me wrong. Or shut up about CGA. That you ain't about to, the only thing you need to do is bring them receipts. That's what I want to see. Receipts. 
and live footage that I'm going to do. I'm going to do, and I'm going to put up. We're going to put up on the CGA channel. Who wants it? Who wants that smoke? Eddie says, in the community, people will base, would base their value on how many 304s they slept with. If you weren't getting laid, you would be ridiculed for it. Like, damn, son, you ain't got no 304s. And I believe that is the part of the problem of why people base their value on women. And I don't mind that. I think men should, at a certain age, go through that. I believe hypergamy and all of this stuff and competition competing for women. And I think it's good when you're young. So, I, yes, I want young men to talk to women. I want this. I don't want them to go red pill and give up. Okay. I want them to go through it. This way you learn what manipulation is. Otherwise, you don't learn. However, if you're 30 plus talking about you get broads and that's the basis of you, of who you are, or I'm going to show you how to get broads when it's pretty much pretty much predicated on certain qualities and transaction. We all know this as grown men. It's not has nothing to do with by this point of your life. It has nothing to do with game. And just to keep the broad, it has nothing to do with game. Again, I'll start saying, okay, how many long-term women have you have? Do you have her today? Nope. Nope. Okay, well, what are we talking about? Is where's the girl today that you got that you ran all this game on? Where's she at today? Oh, well, you know, I had the low, I had to okay, shut the but shut the hell up. <laughs> right? What you don't got her no more. Mm. You proving my point. Isn't game supposed to work forever? <laughs> That's the one. Oh, it wore off. And then she, okay, it wore off because shit wears off on people. Yes. The shit don't work no more. So we're in the same boat. You, we are, we're in agreement, not in disagreement. So guys got to realize a lot of times they are disagreeing with me, but you actually agree. And that's the sad part. We're actually more in agreement than we are disagreement. And I want us to even come to that conclusion. And Hafiz came to that conclusion. He ended up agreeing with me. And I pointed it out. You actually are making my point when you open your mouth. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right, shout out to O. McFarland. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. All right, where did I go back? Where did I go back? Dating coaches, I want you to know, and I want you to know this friendly. You actually are agreeing with me when you try to prove me wrong, and it sucks that I have to prove this out. But every time you try to disagree with me, you end up proving my point. <laughs> So we need to really understand that. I'm sorry. Shout out to Warren. Says shout out to the coach gang. Have a safe Thanksgiving, guys. Coach, you cooking chitlins for Thanksgiving? Nope. Yeah, some argue for argument's sake. And I think a lot of it is because I'm popular. Um, and it benefits them to try to argue me. But I have a philosophy that is pretty much predicated on you have to prove me wrong long term. Not short-term. I'm not arguing short-term. Everybody has some sort of short-term success. I want long-term proof that it's worth you to trade everything you have for the modern-day woman. That's my argument. Not many people can prove me wrong on that. Most of it is short-term bullshit. 
And then when you then unpeel the onion, most of them ain't got the, the women that they got ain't even valuable. They're valuable to only to themselves. And they're looking through Coke bottle lenses. You're seeing a beautiful woman. I see nothing. And the reason why you see value in her is because you're attached to her. You think you got something good. And I'm like, that's a six to, I'm sorry, that's an eight to you. That's a nine. Okay, shallow how. <laughs> okay, shallow how. You got a plain Jane, busted Pillsbury biscuit can in my eyes. <laughs> anyway, you got an empty vessel. You got a woman with no, listen, you got a woman that nobody else is taking that deal. Pull me up a picture of your girlfriend, your wife, or any of these women that you're out here. I'll show you. Nobody else is taking the deal you have. Only you. <laughs> Jay Cool. So, with a name like Greg Adams, he must be a white dude, right? He says, wait, this is him. That was me yesterday. Let's see here. And most of them deals that they claim it are good are bad deals. If they're married in long term, they ain't even having sex with that woman. Not 12 times a year, they ain't. <laughs> they probably ain't even piping down their wife more than 12 times in a calendar year. Okay, how you winning then? How you winning? Prove me wrong. That, that, that actually proves me right. We actually agree. So what we need to do as men, is to just say, I agree with CGA. He's just more popular and efficient and effective in his messaging. That actually makes me look dumb, or I'm going to force a disagreement in a, in a way to get some damn views on my channel. <laughs> but in actuality, we agree. Can we shake hands on this? Just keep my name out your mouth. Or use me to get views, whatever you want. <laughs> all right i'm on one they'll never admit i'm right but i'm cold stone cold right stone cold and i provide the evidence every day game is dead sir game is dead it's absolutely dead so are relationships dead for most people curtains rapsky and this ain't the 1990s no more gentlemen ain't the 1990s no more Women aren't goofy. Women aren't goofy no more. Shout out to Edward. He says, you are a voice in my ears on long road trips. Thank you for the knowledge you share. Thank you. He said, Nicolaitis 420. Game is dead. Now, can you run game temporarily? Yes. But none of these, temp none of these women are staying longer than, longer than they need to stay. And why do they leave? Because of money, energy, attention, and time. So we agree. Shout out to DOR Kofi, Coffee for the Coach from Europe. P.S. You need to see this young jock video arguing. We That was actually, we showed it. He says, black man can't get no respect, especially in the West, free agent for life. So guys, that woman's arguing with young jock. I'm assuming he has some value. And that's what he's getting in return. That's what he's getting. He's getting that in a public you guys have no chance. It's the type of woman he gets. Okay. 
Um, Daylay says, big bro coach, 50% of black men are childless and single, and most of these men are the educated lames that black women found unattractive. Black women have been warned to stop having babies with thugs, dope boys, and gang members, but you would find one dude with 15 felonies that had 18 baby mamas, mothers, and this is why BWs have the highest STD rate. These are all things that are that are very much true. We've actually proved it. Question, should a good black man leave the black community to Pookie and black women um, and let them sort it out? Yes. Guys, my, my solution for black men in particular is get out of the community. They're, the community is not yours. I said this yesterday. The community does not belong to you. It is not your place to go back to. It is not your place to help. It is a place to escape. The job of, of every person in the community is to escape it by any means necessary. You're not to go back because it doesn't belong to you. The ghetto is a place, is a word they originated for, for the Jewish communities in many places in Europe and America. And the ghetto today does not belong to Jewish people. They don't claim it as a place that they are a community. There's not their community. They basically found a way out of the ghetto and never went back. But black people seem to believe that the ghetto belongs to them and the community belongs to them and it does not. You don't even own anything in the community. You'll find that more Puerto Ricans and Middle Easterns own more real estate in the community than black folks. So why do I go back there? The job is to escape. Leave it up to if, if Pookie and sisters with caterpillars on their ear and baby hair hair weaves want to stay there and, and do whatever they want, let them stay there. Mm. Let them stay there and do whatever they want, but that's not your home. If you want to find where your home is, go find it. But your home is not the community or the community. It is not the ghetto. It is not the hood. And everybody's goal is to get out of there. Let it burn. And let them shoot and procreate and do whatever they want. Steal, kill, rob, destroy. Let them want to do whatever they want. Those are not your people. <laughs> get out. I'm tired of people, like, they be like, you need to go back, them your people. No, they're not. No, they're not. And that's not my home. Those aren't my place. I own nothing there. And I'm not trying to repair it either. I'm not, that, I'm not trying to repair it. That is a ghetto. You don't repair the ghetto. <laughs> not even the Jewish people repaired the ghetto. They got out of the ghetto. Look it up. They didn't stay in the ghetto and make it, make it a home. They got out of there and they left it to y'all and they moved y'all in uh, with projects, housing projects and government. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Greaseman, Texas says, keep the topics of politics and finances coming, brother Greg. He says your Wednesday stream was amongst my favorite. If all you talk about was relationships and women, I probably get burned out on this like I had other content creators. Have a great day. Today, sir, and Thanksgiving. And appreciate you, Grease Man, Texas. We got just got to get to some real. I only know how to tell the truth. I don't know how to lie. Sometimes that goes to a disadvantage because I really lose a lot of people, right? Shout out to my boy, Jeremiah Franz. Somehow I missed you on being on Valuetainment. He says, I've been saying, wait, I've been saying what you needed to get on there. Okay. You've been saying y'all needed to get on there. Both of the other guests fed right into your teachings. 
I really respect your skill in holding frame, true to your platform and the message. And the woman wasn't any anomaly. Her husband is a classic cuck. Glad Adam is a listener. Adam from Valuetainment, shout out to them. Like I said, what I teach, literally, I will actually point it out and say, you, you agree, you're agreeing to everything that I teach. <laughs> All right, and it's tough for people because you're going to have to double back. I've talked, I've thought about this for almost, almost two or three decades. Don't think I just thought about these after I got divorced. The stuff that I've thought about, I've been thinking about for decades. You're probably going to go back to shame, blame, explain. Shout out to um, Ramil. You're probably going to go back to, well, you don't get no hoes, middle school bullshit, which is going to be untrue because I'll show you. The people on local see my receipts. I'll show you that this is not about me not getting women. All right, at all. And it never has been. I'm telling you, game is a foolish way to dictate your life. It's dumb. It's dumb, especially in 2022. Not to not use it, but it's a foolish way to dictate your life with modern day women, period. All right, I'm tired of it. I'm I'm tired of people trying to prove me wrong on it because they say, not me, coach. Look, I've had four women over the past two years that I ran game on and I say, you just proved my point, you moron. Listen back to what you just said. <laughs> Listen back. Go, rewind what you just said, you idiot. <laughs> you just proved me right trying to prove me wrong. You just said over the last two years, you've had four women. Put a period right there. Put a pin in. Put a pin in that right there. Now you just agreed with what I teach. You jackass. I can't get, I don't understand. <laughs> Where is the disagreement? Where would you dis, where do you see I'm wrong at? <laughs> like where, where would you think, where do you think that I, you must not listen to my show. Where do you think I'm wrong at? You just agree with me. Everything that I teach is agreement. Okay, then don't let me peel that onion back. How did you end those four women over the last two years that helped you build or you were pimping or you were running game? on? How did it end? I'll wait. I'll wait. How did it end? The fact that it ended, you already screwed now. How did it end? Now you're really going to feed right into my shit. <laughs> oh i dumped them anything other than i dumped them even with even if you dump them you agree with me because the point is why would you pour all of that value into her she won you lost she won you lost then you have to spend time replacing abroad she winning the next broad wins and then they leave and what? What do you have left? What do, you, what, what, what do you have left? What do you have left to impress me that you got out of that three-month, six-month relationship? What? Let me see. Pull the shit out. Oh, well, she helped me put a business plan together. If you don't sit your monkey ass down. If you don't sit down. <laughs> like, bro, man, I, I swear to God, y'all agree with me. And let's just put, let's just smoke the peace pipe. Let's smoke the peace pipe. And let's just walk off to the sunset. And let's just say we agree. 
you agree with CGA. You a fanboy of CGA. You can't prove CGA wrong. And not no mystic magic bullshit philosophy is going to prove me wrong when the statistics and the reality of it plays out. Even in your own personal life, let's reel your shit out and let's see it. You're going to prove me right. He said, you're already up by 50. Show some mercy. Nah, not until they get, not until they. Then they want to clip a little part of my segment. See, no, 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 no. We ain't playing no bullshit. By the way, we were supposed to talk about the consequences of dating fatigue. I'm going to talk about it really quickly. I'm going to talk about it really quickly. He said, I'm already up 50. All right. No mercy. No mercy for these people, man. Until they make videos congratulating me and telling me that I'm the legend, the legendary CGA. We ain't going to have no mercy on these poor souls. Anyway. Let's talk about this briefly. The consequences of said dating fatigue. And I'm going to go over this. Dating fatigue is basically when you get tired of dating the dating process, and then you end up making a bad decision. For instance, you're on Tinder, you're tired of the selections on Tinder, you move to another place, and then you get tired. You get tired of the process. You get tired of meeting with people. You believe that there's better options out there. You just aren't in the right place. People get dating fatigue all the time. Women get dating fatigue. They get tired of uh, uh, certain things, and then they want to change their strategy, give up, or whatever. Men get dating fatigue. They don't like the options presented in front of them. All right? Or they get tired. Well, let's go through the scenario number one of dating fatigue. Okay. Dating fatigue scenario number one is you pick from what remains. This is a consequence both for men and women of dating fatigue. You pick from what remains. An example, men run out of money to go on standard dates or standard meetings. So you're doing three or four women. You got three or four women in your, your cube. And you're going to run out of money no matter how much pimping you're using. If you're on a tight budget, there's only so many things you can do. Whether you're just sitting at home Uber eating, whether you're doing the initial meeting at Starbucks, if you're doing that with six, seven, eight, nine women, it's going to add up time-wise and money-wise. And then at some point, when you start running tight on money, what you'll do is you'll pick from what remains. You got three women in your queue. You get tired of this bullshit, talking to people, same conversation. You get tight on your budget, and then you pick from what remains. Now, ultimately, you're going to pick from some garbage because these aren't the people you really want. You're just picking. You're just picking out of fatigue. Oh, shit, man. I can't afford to go on no more dates. I ain't going to pimp. I ain't going to get a girl a bit, nothing better than a bologna sandwich. And then you're going to run low on options. You're going to be dealing with the low-hanging fruit. And then you're going to pick from one of them because of dating fatigue. Now, what's going to happen is for the woman, for, for the woman you pick, she's going to, the woman you're going to get is going to be, have unreasonable expectations that you can't meet. And so they're going to get frustrated because now you've been through a portion of broke dating in essence or lack of time. And then you select from a low, uh, what remains and then she's going to say, well, how come you don't do this no more? How come you don't do that? How come you don't take me out? How come we don't go on mini golf dates? How come you just want to come over here and screw on me all the time? Okay. 
And there's the unreasonable expectations that you pick from a low quality human being. You wouldn't have picked her, but you picked her because she remained. Now, the women are going to get tired. The women are going to get tired of getting their back blown out for free. You commonly hear this. I'm not a hookup. I'm not a skeezer. I'm not here for one night stand. I'm not here for a day. I'm here for a life. They're going to go on dating fatigue because they're going to get tired of getting ran through. This is the scenario number one of dating fatigue. They're going to get tired of getting ran through, so they're going to pick a guy. They're going to pick from what remains. Now, the problem with this strategy is that that guy is a placeholder for the guy you really want. Mm. Yep, the last three or four strand, strand, standing. The last three or four standing. The last guy standing. Well, he seems good enough, but he's a placeholder. He's not the unicorn. You really don't love him. You don't even have the ability to love him. You don't even know why you're with him. You're asking yourself, why am I with him? Your female friends are asking, why are you with him? He's the last dude remaining because you're fatigued. And then you take them, but then a better offer comes up and you write on hopping on his rooster. <laughs> He's the last gump. He's the last goofball to keep taking your goofy butt out. And that's the criteria that you selected from. I want a guy that takes me out. I want a guy that does this. And then you ended up with a gump. Because the dudes that you really want ain't taking you out. But you said that on your dating profile. I don't want to be a one-night stand. I want to go out. I want to be treated. I want to be doing things in public. I want to go on hikes to the movies. I want to do all that shit. That's what you ended up with. But he's just a placeholder. It ain't going to take very long for you to be out here still on the dating app, still trying to figure out and find out the unicorn. Any dude that stands at a certain height, any dude that comes run game on you, you're going to go jump on his rooster. Anyway, that's dating fatigue scenarios. That's a consequence of dating fatigue. Consequence number two, the curiosity kills the cat. Curiosity kills the cat. Okay. So for the men, you're going to take a slight break. These holes are crazy. Tinder and dating apps are junk. MGTOW. Okay. SYSBM. You're going to take a slight break. Now that's going to lead to frustration because you're frustrated with the current marketplace. Then you're going to do what? Work on yourself. You're going to work on yourself and you're going to start seeing a little bit more money in your bank account. You're going to think you got leverage yet, but it's too early. What you're eventually going to do is get bored. Then the cycle is going to repeat itself. You're going to actually have an extra $600 in your bank account. You're going to see it in there, and you're going to use that to try to favor yourself in the dating marketplace. Oh, good. I can take a couple of more women out to a couple of more dinners. But trust me, it ain't enough. The curiosity of maybe I'm missing out on my soulmate. Maybe I'm missing out on great women on dating apps. Maybe I'm missing out on women at bars and clubs. Maybe I'm missing out on that nympho that I'm going to be at the bar on Saturday night and I could be slicing and dicing her ass after a drunken escapade on the town. Okay, now the curiosity is going to kill yourself and your dumb ass going to be out there smoking black and miles, drinking 40 ounces, going to house parties, messing with the neighborhood scab peeling, skeezer, messing with drunk bar maidens, losing your money, paying for drinks, entry, cologne, coals, clars, gas. <laughs> <laughs> And none of these women are going to be around very long in your life. Now, you think you're doing something, but all of a sudden your money going to get low. You're going to be right back in the same position. The curiosity kills the cat. When you when you delete your dating app and six months later you re-upload that shit, that's called curiosity kills the cat. You're just too curious. Maybe I could be getting something. Odds are when you load up that Tinder, what you're going to get is a nasty uh, uh, Mastodon. That's what you're going to get. And everybody knows this. People try to deny it. 
when you load up Tinder, it's nothing but single mothers and mastodons. There ain't no hot cuties over there that you're going to get. Swipe, swipe, swiping. Curiosity kills the cat. What about for women? So women get the curiosity as well. They're going to take a slight break to work on themselves. They're going to go through their soft girl era. That means they're getting off the carousel. Soft girl era means that they're going to stop getting ran through. They realize they've been just getting ran through and discarded like a piece of toilet tissue. And ah, I need a break from this shit. But what's going to happen is you're going to take a break. Then you're going to get bored. You're going to jump in two feet because you're going to get an appetite for dudes in your DM. Dudes in your Tinder. You're going to see all the guys that meet your standards. And you're going to get your heart broken again. And then you're going to go back into soft girl era. That you're, you're going to curiosity is going to kill the cat. Literally. Because what you didn't understand was the problem you had at first is you were getting piped down. Then you went back and you worked on yourself and then you got your ego fractured. Because you thought you were a better woman and you thought you were going to be able to go get the Chad and Tyrone and keep them. And all you did was get piped down viciously. That's all you did. And now you back on here talking shit. <laughs> all right. Anyway, let's do the last one. Scenario number three of dating fatigue. If you're a man, you're going to try a different strategy. All right. You're going to go on YouTube. You're going to have all these guys telling you, nah, son, do this. Nah, son, do that. So you're going to have fatigue and then you're going to go back into your cave and you're going to say, wow, wow. I, I learned from this guy to do this. Maybe this is what you were doing wrong. You're going to make a book, bookie counseling session with your local dating coach. And they're going to tell you, this is what you're doing. Let me see, Sean. Yeah. Tell me what you were doing. Oh, Sean, you weren't implying you weren't using the mystery method. All right, what's the mystery method? All right, uh, you, this is what you do. All right, you get all geared up. You spray on your perfume. You get your Nihilator Gators on. You put your classic shit on. You put your monkey simp suit on. All right, you get your hair lined up. You know what I mean? You grow a fantastic beard. You get your punk ass back out of there. And then you say this and you say that, son. She comes out, man, and you be saying, that. look, 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 man. Hey, man, I already know what you're going to say, man, before you say it. All right, listen to what I'm going to tell you. I'm in control of this conversation, girl. Yeah, put that on her. Put that shit on her. Then you put that shit on her. You put that shit on her. You try a different strategy, which is a desperation move because you're fatigued from being a real person. So you become a fake person. So you become a fake person, the person you really aren't. And then you think you're going to be good, but you realize you're perpetrating a fraud out to the women out there and they're going to find out. They're going to find out real fast that you're a fraud. They're like, who the hell is this? They might fall forward for a little bit. But they're going to realize you're a fraud because you can't keep the bullshit up. You can't be authentic. You're a character. And they're going to see your ass as a punk-ass character. They're going to be like, they're going to discover the lies, and then now your ass going to be licking your wounds again because your desperation strategy did not work because you're inauthentic. You're trying to be something you're not. Then you're going to be back licking your wounds. <laughs> Anyway, and for women, this is what happens when you get in this scenario. You get dating fatigue. You try a different strategy, which is the live alone strategy, which is I can do bad all by myself strategy. I'm going to go back and I'll just make my money. I'll be happy. I'll be on the rooster carousel. Um, I'll do like the men are doing out here, pumping, dumping men. Um, 
I, I'll go out here. I have my career, my cat, my dog, and I'm going to be fine all by myself. First of all, that is not a long-term plan. That's going to lead to dire consequences, not only for you, but for the greater good of society. We can ill afford to have any more of you strong and independent women out here thinking you're living and making it work because you're not. I don't care how much money you make. We're all supporting you. We're all paying taxes towards your stuff. Let's give you an example. Many of you think that politically you should be having women out here having rights to terminate their pregnancy at the tab, the price tab of everybody, every taxpayer. Every taxpayer, and you're going to be out there living your own, having your good salary, but you're going to be at the Democratic fish fry politicking for that shit while it's destroying the country financially. See, the fact that you're living alone doesn't make you immune from being supported by the government and the taxpayers. So you're a parasite on the society with your rights. All right, you're a parasite. You're still mentally being supported by the greater good of society. But you live alone and you're doing fine. Okay, let me see you by the age of 55 and 60. In 20 years or 15 years or 10 years, it's going to be some different shit. All of a sudden, you ain't working that hard. You're going to get laid off. You're going to be a victim of ageism. You're going to be struggling out here, barely treading water. You're going to minimize your living capacity to 400 square feet. And you're going to be telling me you doing it big and you ain't going to be doing it big. By the time you hit 60, 65, 70, it's going to be a is going to be an unmitigated disaster. You're going to be a disaster. You're going to be a cancer and a plague amongst society. Not only that, you'll be invisible. For the first time in your life, you'll, you'll see what it is to live like a man. Meaning, for the first 30 years of a man's life, he's invisible. For the last 30 years of a woman's life, she's invisible. And nobody's going to care, granny. Nobody's going to help you walk across the street. Nobody's going to care about how you squeeze fruit to buy it. Nobody's going to care about your uh, living on a what? Tight, constrained, fixed income because you decided to live like that. Nobody's going to care that you can't afford it. Nobody's going to be caring that you're going to be eating crickets in your cat food. You're going to be sharing platters of cat food. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's coming to your rescue. Why? Because you don't have the value anymore. You're invisible. Just like modern young men today are invisible Women, when you age past the age of 50, you become invisible. There's always a there's always a exception to the rule, meaning an attractive woman who still kept her value. Most of you will be invisible to the world, but you, because of dating fatigue, decided you're going to go on this journey to live and support yourself. It's going to work for about 5, 10, maybe 15 years tops, and then you'll be a parasite among society. You'll be living in a place where the roof is leaking and you'll have pots and pans collecting the drips. You'll have pots and pans collecting the drips and you'll be uh, politicking at the Democratic fish fry for good facilities for elderly women to live in. Okay, that's what you'll be. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you'll be dying. You'll die in that apartment alone, stinking. For three weeks while your neighbors walk up and down these uh, walking down, up and down your apartment. Talking about it did smell funny in there for the last three weeks. Mm. All right. I got to really move on. This has become a long show. Mailbox full newspaper. <laughs> 
newspapers all piled up in front of your door, people just to walk. They're not going to care. They're just going to keep walking. And not only that, once they scoop your body into that into that meat wagon, nobody going to know. Nobody going to miss you neither. They're going to paint. They're going to fumigate. They're going to paint them walls, put some new cheap-ass carpet down there, and they're going to have another uh, carcass living in there in no time flat. Not only that, your job that you worked hard for, they'll have another employee by tomorrow. That was so important in your life. But my career, it was so important in your life, they'll have another replacement by sundown or sunup. So I could focus on my career. Anyway, I got to get it going, but I'm going to get to the rest of these super chats. Careers aren't important to you, trust me. Especially if you're a woman, your career is not important to you. You can be replaced by the drop of a by the bell to by the time the bell tolls and they pile you into that um pile you into that dirt nap, you'll have your career replaced. That you'll have you'll be replaced at your job. <laughs> Shout out to Lottery Guru, and this is just the reality here. Shout out to you. He says CGA salute. He says, I've literally been watching every one of your blue chip content all day, literally all day. And I found you through Fresh and Fit. You wait. Oh, I'm sorry. You found me through Fresh and Fit. Shout out to you. Shout out to Fresh and Fit. You are the best morning content creator for show. Indeed. Thank you, man. Thank you for being here. Nicholas N. You was the only voice to get me out of my divorce hell back in 2019. Got a RP. You got RP and living the free agent life. 100% true words. Wish I had this info before. Yeah, me too. All right. uh, Cash app. Let me see if I got anybody on cash app. People don't realize these selfish decisions we're making about dating is going to affect us. And we're going to be parasites amongst each other. Very, very soon. It's going to be dastardly. They actually tried to warn you. 52% of women will be single and childless. You think that's a benefit to society? Do you think that's going to be awful to the taxpayers in our country? That is not going to be good. That's not good. Will they'll be alone to have their own money? Sure. They'll have their own money, but they'll be in massive debt. They'll be parasites by the time 30 years, 40 years go by. You will, there will be no social security. You guys will have ran through it. You'll be beholden to the government for sure. You'll be just slaves to the government. Did it, it was here. All right. And that's not just women. It'll be men. And we'll all be have enough STDs to actually just, it will be immune. Some STDs will be wiped off the face of the earth by that point. Cause we're all sharing the same people. All right. Uh, Daniel says mine was 12 years, two kids about to wash my hands. Mm. 12 year marriage, two kids. And he got no other choice. All right, uh, sent, you sent a $50 PayPal, said this under review. I don't know what's up. All right, I read it, so you got credit for it, sir. All right, King of Spades, contacted TLA for you, coach. Shout out to TLA. Hopefully, we'll get together. All right, El Jefe, did you talk? Did I talk about the death of Shanquilla Robinson briefly? But it's not in my wheelhouse. All right, that has, I don't even know what the points would be other than some community straggle stuff. I've referenced it but I don't think it deserves even a stream. Okay. Zero fallout. XXs aren't as dumb as you would, as most would like us to think. Yes. Most of them know peace leave controls men. They know this. 
They want to do what they want to do without consequence. This is why they try to make everything the gray area. It gives them plausible deniability in the ability to retract consent. This is the heavy, heavy part of the game that is being played. But guides are trying to act like you can overcome it. But sure enough, you find yourself in a bad situation. Go to your PUA coach. Go to your dating coach. They're going to be missing. They're going to be gone. All right. No, they're going to. There's nothing they can do for you. Trust me. If you get the law involved. There's nothing they can do for you. I heard one of them say, I can get I can talk a woman out of a divorce in court. In court. Hold up. In court. Now, that type of arrogance. <laughs> and that's a good dude. I know the dude personally. That type of arrogance, I cannot stand for. You're not that important. That that type of game, I don't know what. He said that ism. I'm like, let's be realistic, man. Let's let's stop with the bullshit. <laughs> he said receipts. Where's the receipts to that shit? You're going to have to have, listen, not just one person. You're going to have to have so many receipts. You're going to look like an accountant on tax day of a dude that has five LLCs. Two of them suspended in two states. You're going to have to be, you're going to have to be ironclad, 100% bulletproof in this. Not one dude. You're going to have to have receipts. Mm. Winnie Wall, only 9% of black women married outside their marry outside their race making them the least likely of any race or gender to marry outside their race and the least likely to get married at all that black girl magic at work sir yeah there i think the black community in general because of desperation it's not because of women in general i don't want to paint them in a bad light i don't want to paint any women in a bad light but they're in a desperate position all around First of all, they're least likely to be selected on a dating app. They're least likely to get responses on dating apps. I don't care if it's a sugar daddy app or a traditional dating app. The statistics tell you that. That's number one. Number two, they have a perceived attitude that nobody wants to put up with. That's number two. The only men who typically put up with it is black men. That's a problem because they have a least, um, they're the black men tend to be the lowest economic uh, race on the food chain. And they typically have a body shape or have uh, get booty injections or a style that is not going to be accepted by anybody outside the black community. It's very rare that they say, I'm going to take a BBL thick black woman and put her in the suburbs. Very rare. Very rare. So you got to stay in the hood, which means you're advertising to low end men on the economic food chain. That means they're not going to rise up. That's number two. Number three, they tend to be having children out of wedlock. Typically, you're not going to transition that into wealthy men, only sexually, but not relationship. The other problem that they have is that men in their community are doing things like interracial dating. They have the ability to interracial date at greater rates than they do. Not only that, they're doing things like passport bros. You're hearing things like black men going SYSBM. They have a massive marketing image problem 
that they cannot overcome by saying, okay, we're going to passport date and marry dudes outside the country. We're going to marry white dudes and Latinos. We're going to do, they can't take their ball and run. That's a massive, massive hole that they're digging. And then they tend to not become aware of this hole until when Kevin Samuels exploited, geniusly, by the way, by having that representative of women ask for high-value men. So the person will be well within 40 and still be in the delusion going, I want a black man that's six feet eight, tall, athletic, young or old, a baller, a high-value man, rich, six figures, blah, blah, blah. Well, that only represents 6% of men in the country and 9% of black men. You're fighting over 20,000 men, but there's 50 million of you. No, it's not. that's not the right number. There's 13 million of you, and you're fighting over 50,000 men. This is a rough, rough statistic. How? <laughs> you know what I mean? So you come back to them, and not only are you fighting over those 50,000 men, every woman between 18 and 46 is fighting for those 50,000 men. KS exposed that. He says, no way. It's only okay. Somebody says this. No, no, no. 50,000 men that add up to six foot tall, six two, money, wealthy, under 40, under 35 in some instances. It could only be, he says, more black men than 50,000. Listen to me now. Listen to me. Come back. Listen to me. Only 50,000 men add up to what they're asking for. There's more than 50, but when you break the numbers down, we're only talking about a possibility of 50,000 men available that fit in to that type of guy. But there's 13 million of them. And then they'll be like, well, he can't have no kids. He can't be over 40. He can't be balding. He can't be short. He can't be a uh, blue collar. He can't be nerdy. He has to have swag. I'm like, holy shit. That's their problem. And every woman between 18 and 40, 45, no matter if they got kids, no matter what their weight is, no matter if they got real hair, no matter if they're dark caramel or a red bone, no matter what state they're in, no matter, they're all going in for that targeted men they'll be literally they'll be literally in arkansas asking for that man let's figure that out if the man's in arkansas how many men fit that criteria and you're in the middle of the backwoods of arkansas and they're holding out that's their problem they're holding out now do white women have this problem yes but unfortunately White women make up for, unfortunately, in comparison to black women, black women make up 13% of all women in America. White women make up close to 60. And they have a lot more pick. So if they don't qualify for the top white Chad, they could just go to Muhammad. They could just go to Asian uh, Bruce. They can go to black Tyrone. They could, the leftovers in their area got way more pull. They could just go across the, Black women can't go across the 
So even Asian Bruce Lee, even Asian Muhammad, I mean, even uh, Middle Eastern Muhammad, even Black Tyrone, if he's he can get her. He can get the subpar of that that selection of women. There's too many of them from the big from. Because they make up 60 percent It's already hard enough for them to compete for white successful brand. And the difference between I'm going off, this is going to be four hours, I apologize. But the difference between the white women who can't make it to get the top 10% Asian Brad, I'm sorry, Asian, the top percent white Chad or the white Brad, the difference between the one who gets one and the one who doesn't is 10 pounds. 10 pounds. 10 pounds and some mascara. 10 pounds and a degree from SMU or a degree from TCU. Meaning their, their margin for losing the top Brad is so small that even they're acceptable. They could go and say, well, I was too t- 10 pounds too heavy for the top tier white guy, but that 10 pounds is great for an Asian guy. <laughs> he like, I'll take them 10 pounds. For a black guy, he like put on 20 more. You'll be good. I'll take you like you is. You see what I'm saying? But for them, what happens over here is, unfortunately for black women, their strategy is so jacked up. They go they they go way low. They, they actually dig the hole deeper for them. And then they be like, then I'm trying to keep people. Oh, man, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. I, and I feel bad for him because I'd be looking at my mom like, damn. And they'll ride that shit out 50 years, 60 years. And you just like, man, they really don't see it coming. And do a woman who goes down from top, a white woman who goes from top beta Brad to the middle level beta Brad, she's still coasting. She'd be like, sailing, take me away. She's still winning. She still wins by dropping down to the next tier of men. Cause she can get them of all races of all. She can even get the white dudes that dudes pretty do, pretty decent. She can get, she's still winning, but you can't apply that to the statistical numbers for the black women because they don't have that reach. <laughs> she don't have that reach. There's always a guy that will take a plain Jane in a minute. They'll scoop him up. And you. <laughs> oh, man, it's a cold, cold world out here. It's a cold, cold world. So that's their thing. And I would I would suggest that they change their marketing strategy because their marketing strategy is flawed. It's so it's, it's that is disastrous. And then they end up in the dating fatigue category. I'll do bad all by myself. Not only that, they tend to, you know, women tend to fall for marketing plans from corporations that lead them into death and destruction. So they'll get swindled by a Steve Harvey book, by a Vivica Fox movie. White women, too. They all get swindled and whatnot. But the problem is for Asian women, white women and Middle Eastern women, a guy going to pay that debt off. They're going to get a guy to pay that debt off. They get into stupid debt, guy will be there. Black women haven't been able to perfect that yet. And then typically if they find one that does, 
one woman, one black woman will find that guy, young jock. And then they all think they can find that guy. Then they end up. I'm in a bind, Nate. I've seen it too much, man. I've seen too much, and it's not a good situation. All right, anyway. OT says, Coach, there was a new Puss in Boots movie, and he retired to a single XX, but you can't make this uh, XX what? Baby mama? So he retires to a single mother? I don't know what that means. He says you can't make this ish up free agent for life. T-Mon Jr. coach, load up the brand Chirp Chirps. He says, oh, he says, we fin we finna be eating this in 50, 11 years on my way to the fair, the festival, and the farmer's market. Wow. There's a brand called Chirp Chirp. Sad. Let me get these going, man. We running over time. Nova's getting neglected at the moment. And I got to get on with the second part of the day. JC, uh, he says, I'm late checking in. Anyways, I'm five foot eight, nerdy, balding. But I like long walks in the park and listening to jazz. Do I qualify for a top 50K? Do I qualify for top 50K women? No, 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 you don't, sir. Now, I got money. If she has dating fatigue, yes, you'll get her temporarily. You'll get her for a small period of time. Now, ladies, this is where you mess up. It's just like I said, what you'll do is you'll use him as a placeholder, potentially a starter husband. Potentially, you'll believe you're doing him a favor because you believe you're better. You can get better than him. And that's where it long term. That's where you take the L because you took him. You're like, all right, but you think you're doing him a favor. I usually date guys that are six foot four. No, you don't usually date guys that are six foot four. You usually get pumped and dumped by guys that are six foot four. <laughs> you usually get cheated on by guys that are six foot four. You don't usually date no six foot four guys. You usually get used and abused and discarded like toilet tissue from a guy that's six foot four. So don't tell me what you usually date. Women be like, I usually date. It don't matter. It's irrelevant. You sitting across from me right now. It's irrelevant. I usually date younger, fresher women that I give a couple of dollars to for their biology books, but does that matter right now? Okay. Mm. I'm next to your old ass. You're now 34. You're next to me. I'm next to you. What are we going to make of this? You're obviously not in the position to get in that position right now. You're next to me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yep. Why you ain't with them? Now you, you across from me. You feeling me, ain't you? I'll do you a favor. No, I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> Have you considered that? Have you considered that I'm doing you a favor right now? Have you considered that I'm probably about to pump and dump you right now? Yes. You're about to get played by a guy who ain't your norm. Yes, that's going to piss you off. You're going to be, you want to make a woman really mad? Act like, date her when she thinks she's doing you a favor and then treat her like the dudes that previously pumped and dumped her. You're going to piss her off. You are going to get a brick thrown through your window. Oh, <laughs> uh, T-Mod said, Coach, you read it wrong. Chirp chirps are made of cricket flour. What? Look up the bland. He says, look up the brand. Chirp chirp. All right. Chirp chirp is a uh, cricket flour. 
Oh, not cricket flour. I'm going to look it up real quick. Oh, there is. Boy, there's a blank call. He says, I read it wrong. Last thing, I got to go, man. Last thing, got to go. Good Lord. Okay. I'm not advertising, but here it is. Chirps made of crickets. <laughs> Eat bugs. Hey, man, y'all thought I was lying. New, 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 new world order. Why crickets? Good for you. You're healthy. You eat fruit and take the stairs, maybe. Oh, that's just some, some great marketing. They're marketing to the healthy people right here. Crickets, more than just a pretty face. Crickets are complete. A, a complete and, dare I say, perfect protein pack with sustainable protein, prebiotics, B12, iron, calcium, fiber, and amino acids. Here we go right here. New, 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 Who knew? New world order. Quite a few people, actually. Where have you been? 2.5 billion people around the world eat insects today. Who knew? <laughs> it's good for the planet. It's good for the planet. New, 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 new world order. The announcement has been paid for by the new world order. <laughs> someone gassy. And that someone is cows. Cows produce 100 times the greenhouse gas emissions of crickets. Doesn't that stink? The announcement has been paid for by the new world order looks like they're thirsty too it takes two thousand gallons of water to produce one pound of beef boy it ain't it's only gonna be a matter of time brothers yeah y'all gonna be eating crickets for shiggity all right man look i gotta check these uh thank you t-mom for telling me i read it wrong um let me see here uh jc says i was joking coach he says i know i'm not in the 50k but but i feel that all this hypergamy will eventually impact male violence, grape assault of young men. And I'm hoping it doesn't. You're saying, uh, I don't want to go into that. All right. But I'm fatigued. It's time for me to wash up, change into a new set of clothes, and get ready for the rest of the day. Appreciate all of this support. Thank you for grifting with me. And we'll be back for a short show on tonight. All right. Appreciate y'all. And if anybody, uh, TLA, reach out. Let me reach out to him. We can talk about the prenup situation. And dating coaches. Dating coaches. Do you want to come in and take the gauntlet challenge from CGA? All right, let me know. New, 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 new world order. All right, and we out of here. Peace. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to rely on your husband? No. He's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor. One of the fucking two. And he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis Clear as I want. Shit. As many Chanel's. As many Gucci belts as I want. As many fucking Louis purses I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever.